What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Big Cast's E3 Summer Game Fest Special. I am your host, Ainsley Bowden, and man, we have one of my favorite panels I think we've ever had on the show for you today. Uh, first, I am joined by Dan Carlo Esposito, the fourth Esquire, Mr. Rodriguez. What is happening, my friend? Damn, I forgot my last name. It wouldn't have fit, I don't think. I'm, <laughs> I'm good, man. This is my... Ubisoft just came on. It was so good. Stop it. Stop it. We're just starting. <laughs> smile? <laughs> no, man, I'm excited, man. It's going to be it's an awesome panel. Could talk a little bit about E3. It's going to be awesome. Good times. Yeah. Let's do it. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, and sorry, everyone, who's been waiting in the chat. We, uh, I think like everyone else, Ubisoft uh, kind of ended with something we're going to touch on here in a second. So we were kind of all running and scrambling to get here. Um, but anyway, thanks for, thanks for coming out early. So I'm going to go around the horn here. Uh, our, our audience obviously knows him well, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass and one of our big cast regulars in this house, Mr. Luke Lord, the insipid ghost. What's happening, brother? Cheers, guys. Good to be here. Excited to be talking Xbox and uh, E3 and all the goodness that's uh, showing up this week. Appreciate being included on this panel. First time working with Rand. Great to see Archimedes back with him after uh, too long. Lord it's Cog been is way here. too long. Yeah, uh, way too long. Lord Cog and Miles are here, and then I'm with the guy who gave Biomutant a nine, and so that's exciting. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I will start pulling. Oh, you're asking for Listen. it. You are asking <laughs> for it. Keep it up. Man, we're like Damn. two minutes in. Shots two minutes in. And he's attacking me. I got shit to do, all right? I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. I apologize. Please continue, good sir. You know, I deleted the Vault Boy pictures I had saved. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did anybody see the red shirt guy from the Rainbow Six Siege thing? Look just like Ains. Damn. Just like him. Y'all see him? Y'all messy. I see him. I know you too. <laughs> and you know, know as soon as you saw it. Y'all messy. Y'all messy today, man. Damn, I don't even know what you're talking about. Now I'm getting insulted. I don't even know. Anyway, we're moving on. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't even introduce you anyway. I told you. I told you before the show. You did warn me. You did. I should listen to Dan more often, honestly. He's a good judge of character. I'm not, apparently. Moving on to someone who I do appreciate is our friend from across the pond, the content creator from Germany himself, Archimedes, another big cast regular is back in the house. It's been too long, mate. How are you? Thanks. I'm good. I'm excited. It's E3 week. I'm glad E3 is back. And even though the Ubisoft kickoff was probably not the best uh, showcase, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a few exciting days. And I'm happy to be here today. And um, especially Miles, first time with you on the show. Um, but Cock and Rand, it's been a while. And, mm -hmm. and it's been really long with Luke to, that I've been on the show. I think like 10, 11 months, something like that. So too long. Yeah. Rand. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be here. Nice. Thanks, brother. I'm going to jump over real quick because it's Rand's first time here. So we're going to save him for last. So Mr. Miles Dompier, you know him from Windows Central Gaming. He was actually on with us just a few weeks ago. One of my favorite people in the community and doing a fantastic job at the video content over there. What is happening, my friend? What is going on, everyone? I'm I'm stoked. This is a, a stacked squad. Some of my favorite people to hang out with, talk with. Um, and also Luke. Oh, <laughs> Damn. oh, it's saucy. It's going to be a saucy show. I'm right. giving Dan a Thanks seven guys. right now. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm looking forward to hanging. Oh, uh, he's gone. RIP. No, no. Oh, my God. Now who's going to go out on the high note? But, right. <laughs> nice. And then introducing 
my favorite man in the house from the Iron Lords podcast. You know him well. He's been on many, many times. We've done a lot of content together. Mr. Cognito, what's happening, man? Yo, Ainsley, the big cast, the season lords. Yo, great panel, man. I saw the lineup. I'm like, ooh, this, this is sizzling right here. We got a lot of my favorite people, tremendous content creators, man. Archimedes has been a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see you. The ghost. You know what I'm saying? You know how I feel about you. And Miles, man. Lord ASMR, man. Love, ooh, love your content. Yeah. Man. You've been killing it. And of course, Dan Carlo and just that's some guy named Rand, man, with a great podcast I was on uh, yesterday with, man, and had a fantastic time. So, look, man, we got a lot to talk about. The hype's in the air. We got E3. We just yeah, came off Ubisoft. Bro, Super Bowl of gaming, bro. Let's get it, man. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm excited. I'm I'm kind of annoyed we're not sharing this drink in person right now. But right. Oh, brother, you already, yeah. You already we'll be know. back next year. Next year, we'll be back. All right, and last, certainly not least, first time on the big cast, an absolute pleasure to have him on for this panel in particular, given, uh, you know, be prior, if I could speak, it would help, <laughs> prior to one of the biggest Xbox shows I think they're going to have in their history tomorrow is Mr. Rand L. Thor himself. What is happening, my friend? What is going on, guys? It's uh, it's great to be on the show. Cog, you're going to love this because... <clears throat> When Ains asked me to be on, I was like, sure, but uh, I need something from you first. And he's like, what do you what do you need? It's like, listen, you don't got to say this publicly, but you can just whisper it in mean DMs. Just just tell me Mass Effect 2 is better than Mass Effect 1. Oh. I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> and he's like, listen, just I'll do it. Just don't talk about it. And he's like, Mass That's Effect good. 2 is better. And I'm like, all right, I'll be there, man. I'm I'll glad that we finally, yeah, we, we clarified it. You yeah. know, we can move on now. The healing. Yep. The healing process can Let begin. The healing begin. Yeah, I need a I need a receipt of this so I can frame it. Yo, Rand, that was well, the perfect I, I, timing, bro. Afterwards, I told him, "Hey, you know, just to delete the DM, the proof yeah, is gone. No, you know, good, so it, it, we, don't need it, we don't need to drag him. We don't, yes. we, just, uh, we, don't, we don't need we don't need the receipts. You know, it's so it's all let, good. Let this be a message, to everyone watching. <laughs> if you create good friends in this community, you work hard, you put out some good content, you make connections, you can host your own show and get insulted by everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can do that too. You can we do love that you, too. Baby. Right. That's right. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit, baby. Man, that was perfect timing, brother. That was that, I was not expecting that. I was well, yeah, I actually was think. I was like, I, that was pre-planned. I was thinking about that last night. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to tell God that Ainsley said Mass Effect 2 is better. As, as Sarko said in the chat, sounds like that statement was made under duress. That's about the only time I would ever say that. Um, Someone told me this morning, no joke, I think it was Graham. He's like, he's like, man, I trust your judgment on games. You're always spot on. He's like, except for Mass Effect 1. He's like, <laughs> so in love. So Mass Effect love. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's uh, obviously for everyone in the chat, thank you for coming out, everyone, man. It's going to be a great show. I'm really excited. Um, let me get these super I saw a couple of super chats coming right away. Let me just knock these out real fast. Fat Boy Horror in the house. What's up, man? Five. Ooh, Pound Super Chat, howdy, lads. Can I charge ease for that hour? I'll not get back. My God, Avatar looked nice, but who the hell wants that? Whoa, whoa. Damn, he's coming out damn, of the hour. Damn. Okay. Firing out the <laughs> gates, man. Damn, right smoke. out the gate. Thanks, fat boy, man. Always appreciate the support, like brother. Well, we'll talk about that in just a hot minute here. And then Mo, of course, in the, in the house, my brother from uh, Backlog Chronicles, always here, always supporting. There will be several immaculate conceptions in nine months from the sexiness of this panel. Cheers, boys. Wow, it's kind of true. Yeah, we're gonna, true. yeah, yeah. Except you know what I mean? 
I was gonna say he's spot on, except for this guy. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yo! That's unnecessary. Unnecessary. Somebody needed all that stuff. Somebody's oh, got to send me a picture of that guy in the red shirt from the Rainbow Six. <laughs> Someone oh, send man. it to me. I need it for purposes <laughs> no. that will not to be explained. You mess with Ooh. the bull, you get the whore, John. Oh. Man. <laughs> 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 all, right, all right let's get into it so yeah we just uh obviously we started late through the ubisoft show we um we normally start earlier in the day but i knew ubisoft was coming and so we're going right after obviously and um guys you know as i told miles i think this was a nice tea and then after the ubisoft i switched to beer because that is just not what i expected to see at all um i think avatar kind of saved it at the end uh, Mario and Robert, Rabbits, excuse me, um, leaked earlier this morning, which was unfortunate, obviously. But I don't know about you guys, man. 25 minutes plus of Rainbow Six content, a movie preview. Like, what are we doing? That did not feel like an E3 Ubisoft show tonight. Now, that I was, was waiting for the Wii drummer to show up. Yeah. Start going. Was, if, we're, if we're comparing this to Super Bowl weekend, that was like the, the <clears throat> quarterback challenge. Wasn't that interesting? You know, didn't really matter. And at the end, you know, there was a winner, I guess, but not really. No, it, it was it was what it was, man. I mean, it's some the, people like Rainbow Six, so I mean, I can't say anything bad yeah, about I it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. got a big population, but that's yeah. a lot of time. In any a lot of time. It's the uh, annual show that I tune into and get always disappointed because they never reveal Splinter Cell. Oh, it's like, okay, this is going to be the year, right? Right? No, it's still not. And oh, well, you know what? We're doing anime this time with with on Netflix. It's like, okay, you know what this this really is? I think, I think it's just, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about Summer Games Fest as well. Um, but I think this is the, the state of the industry and what's ready to show. Uh, I think this year is yeah. going to be impacted heavily by uh, everybody working from home. So I, I think a lot of the shows are going to be very lackluster. And I think this represents that to the fullest. I mean, they got to show their games that are coming out like Far Cry 6. Like there wasn't even a gameplay. It was just a cutscene, and, and I love the, the, the main baddie in that. But it was like, okay. And then all the Rainbow Six stuff and Avatar, which was that in engine? Was that CGI? <laughs> I was that was it wasn't gameplay, right? So. No. I think it's just one of the, it's like this year is just going to be. I think we're going to be when E three is all said and done, we're going to be sitting there and be like, man, that was completely lackluster because of the scenario surrounding everything. Um, you know, so uh, I don't know if that means keep your expectations in check for tomorrow. Easy uh, with what Xbox is gonna <laughs> easy. Uh, you easy. never know. We're not doing that. We're not no, doing that. Xbox is like go make a be, separation here. Xbox is going to be getting fifteen studios tomorrow. So like, <laughs> yeah, know. let's go. F only fifteen. Only fifteen. I've heard thirty. Uh, the whole industry is going to bend the knee. Um, <laughs> I am. I am like out of all those games they showed. I'm looking forward to playing Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, I've got a group of friends who really like the Rainbow Six Siege, okay. so like I'm down for some co-op. Although I don't like this, I don't like the trend that Destiny started with this three-player co-op crap. No, me neither. Same. You know well, what I mean? We gotta get the smoke for you. What's going <laughs> I'm just on? saying, like four-player co-op, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're the one who did three. it. Oh no, no, I feel you. I feel yeah. you on that. I feel you for you. Just talking about player count. I'm just talking about player count. Okay, like, I got you. Got you. Got you. I, no, I, feel, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. On yeah. That. You find mm -hmm. out who the fourth player is in your squad real fast. Too fast. When it, when it comes down to it. And some, somebody's getting hurt. Somebody's getting hurt with these three-player co-op games. Mm -hmm. And it sucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it always leads to tough conversations with the odd one out. And it's like, oh, man. Bro, everybody starts to 
you're offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you jump, when you jump three, online. Right, I'll hit you up next AIDS, time. AIDS, facts. You'll be like, yo, I got oh. my three, but um, yo, the next, the next one, bro. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. You're right, you're right, Red. You're right. Yeah, you know, you know I'm right. But, nah, you're right. you know, the trailer for DLC for Far Cry 6, it's, uh, you know, they're just trying to throw everything they possibly can. Uh, Mario and Rabbids look cool, even though I have no interest in actually playing that game, because... Yeah. Who wants to play in a Switch these days, anyways? Um, nice. Yeah, it's just, it was just you know. It's, I think when you when you think of like what the what what the game development is, I think it was an okay show uh, that they had. I don't think I think people are expecting the like they're putting this show in comparison to previous shows, and they're like, yeah, this is horrible. But I think for the where the world is, I think this was decent, just like Summer Games Fest. But I don't think it's going to excite most people because most people don't really care about that. It's like, just show me the stuff and get me excited. And it doesn't really seem like so far that these companies are doing a good job of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think you're spot on with uh, the state of the development for a lot of games. Um, it's it's kind of weird to see because Ubisoft knocked it out of the park last year with three major releases with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs 3, and Immortals. Um yeah, this year they got Far Cry 6, and that's basically it. Um, but then I, I got to say one thing, um, even though there was really not much in there for me outside of Far Cry 6, um, and uh, maybe the Valhalla DLC, uh, at least they have shown gameplay for almost everything. Um, and I do hope that we see that trend to be continued along everything else in, uh, during E3 now. So Yeah. And I'll be the guy who stands up. You know, I gave Biomutant a nine. We'll stay on that theme. <laughs> so, stay like a squid. There you go. <laughs> I am excited for Riders Republic. I, I like Ooh. goofy kind of sports games like that where you can just play with a bunch of people and goof off. They're easy, you know, to jump in and out of. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. The fact that it's releasing literally right next to my birthday is cool. So oh, I'll sure. hit that up in September. Yeah. I, I think you're touching on something though, there, Ains. A lot of these games look pretty good they look pretty good given the circumstances giving a lot of the setup uh, a lot of the ubisoft stuff it looks good but it doesn't make for a good show the way they presented it but yeah, rainbow six Ra yeah. rainbow six extraction looks intriguing a lot of gears of war hive buster vibes uh, in there i know i'm not the first person to say that but like it really does look a lot like hive busters but i'm gonna play that Riders Republic is going to bring a lot of people in that game looks bright colorful and inviting i think to a lot of people uh rocksmith plus they spent a lot of time on that and i was surprised by it yeah. but i mean that's a neat concept it's not for me but it was neat uh they really doubled down on on rainbow six uh yeah. in both extraction and quarantine which was which is far too much time for my for my uh tastes but i mean even far cry 6 the stuff they showed for that continues to look good um selling dlc before it comes out a little little awkward but they showed good things in in this ubisoft presentation it was just too drawn out and i think that works against the genuine hype that their games might have earned particularly given this kind of pandemic creation mode that they've been in uh for sure yeah yeah it was it was interesting because you know going watching ubisoft shows and actually physically going to them in person you know it's always an uneven vibe because it's like i remember going there and being disgusted every time just dance is shown and i'm just I like i was Why? just gonna say they bring out like a mascot and four yeah, people dancing and on the stage you're like what is even happening right now we know the vibes right yeah. when we go to the show with ubisoft and um it's like but then again you know, when you sit down and you look at the the analytics of it, and it's like the those titles actually do really well for them. So it's like you're kind of forced to deal with stuff that 
you don't like necessarily as a as a as a gamer, but at the same time, I understand. I've learned to 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 ease back my my hate on the on the Ubisoft <laughs> show. So for me, I am a you know I'm a part time siege guy, like Rand said, but um. I actually like quarantine, man. I, I like the PvE. I always felt PvE content was missing from it. Don't get me wrong. Siege is, is a great game, and it's got this loyal following on the PvP scene. It's great. But I, I like the whole rescue aspect. I thought that was cool. I agree with Luke. They did spend a little too long with it. They like were really selling it. But I, I did enjoy it selfishly with that. I think um, with Watch Dogs, we got some more content. I saw Aiden Pierce. I saw some Chicago yeah. vibes in there. So I was like, all right, let's see what's going on with that. Um, the surprises, obviously, they're still going to continue Ghost Recon support. Um, what really surprised me was Assassin's Creed Valhalla getting like a year two content release and, and yeah. kind of just sticking with that as opposed to yeah. the annual iteration that they do so overall i mean it was good mario rabbits like you said ains a little unfortunate that that leaked you know we we you know it was was expected but i mean just to have it kind of leak before it did yeah. take the air out a little bit and then um i think the last thing for me was avatar looked good but again what what really is it like you know is it well, so, you know until we get the this is the vertical slice you know what yeah, I mean? so not to interrupt you but Luke, yeah go for it Luke, uh, shinobi just posted on twitter so it's first person which i wouldn't okay. have expected oh it's wow. open okay. it's open world and it's mm -hmm. a standalone story so it's a first person single player oh, open okay. world game and okay. it's a collaboration between disney and lightstorm entertainment whoever they are i don't know well, well, shout out to them. You know, that was a surprise. Um, you know, ho ho hoping for some splitter cell, but when, once again, you know, <laughs> just have to deal it's with standalone story in 2022 when the next Avatar movie comes out. I can't believe that. I know the time. Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to tie also, it in somehow. First yeah. person seems like an odd choice when you got a world that gorgeous. Yeah. You know, yeah. say what you will about the movies, like or dislike, mm -hmm. but that, that world, world is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. just stunning. And I actually, yeah. in that trailer, there were some gorgeous displays of, of fidelity, and I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what this looks like on an OLED Series X, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, um, but to a point, I just checked it was apparently in engine, yeah. Snowdrop okay. engine looks beautiful, okay. yeah. and it's okay. next gen only, I think Dan said. Oh, okay, yeah. and okay. current gen only, okay. whatever you want to say. Yeah, we According accidentally blew game. by it. Yeah. We accidentally blew by it, but Lord Cog was lamenting just now the absence of one Sam Fisher. Yeah. Uh, and I think we need to pour one out for yeah, all the people that, that saw that anime stuff or that, that oh, whatever that was, yeah. and thought that he would be back. Welcome <laughs> to the world of being a Castlevania fan, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm thinking worse. That's the reality I've been living in for the last <sighs> decade. But yeah, no, I'm I'm happy there was no Splinter Cell just because I like to see Rand squirm. So for oh, me, damn. not a deal breaker. Um, but yeah, the show. You, you got something going on behind the scenes with Jazz because Jazz loves breaking my balls over the fact that there's no Splinter Cell. Yeah, it's just where like I I don't feel strongly either way. So if if you get some suffering out of it, that brings me joy. And so, <laughs> okay, Dream Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Luke said, the show is just too long. Like. The deep dives are cool if that's your thing, if that's your game. But having deep dive after deep dive after yeah. deep dive when that like being the pre or post show, yeah, that fifty percent of those games you don't care about yeah. necessarily. It it feels it felt long, it felt real long. So it started off strong. Uh, Extraction looked rad. Uh, I don't know if any of you played GTFO on PC. It's kind oh, of it. it's like the AAA version of that. It's this. Okay. It's like Hive Busters with some more kind of like stealth Left 4 Dead ish elements. So that's what Extraction keeps reminding me of. But nobody's really played GTFO. 
Uh, so I'm excited to see like a big budget version of that game because it was a cool idea. Execution was just kind of middling, though. Yeah. Yeah, Ains. Also, I was kind of surprised, man. Uh, no division two Heartland. I thought maybe we get a little, uh, you know, maybe an update. I mean, with Ghost Recon, they even say, "Hey, we're going to be working on content's coming." But I always find it interesting that, like, Division Two, that even though they said behind the scene that they're still going to support it, yeah. it's been very quiet publicly. So I was hoping maybe I, I we get a little. How did you feel about that? Yeah, it's kind of that too. So they got Heartland coming, and they they doubled down like a week or two ago, saying that the new mode that they're making for Division Two itself mm -hmm. is coming later this year. Still, it's still on track. Mm. So that's yeah, it's kind of strange it didn't show up. Why would you not take? And that's a big community. Division yeah. Two community is big. Why would you yeah. not take like three minutes to show something? Yep. Away from the yeah. 20 minutes you spent on Rainbow Six. <laughs> Especially considering the boost the game got earlier this year when that 60 FPS uh, yes. dropped. Everyone was playing it and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's a free new mode. It's something good that people would be excited for from Ubisoft. So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. Very weird the way they're handling that franchise for some reason. I, it's I, I, as a Destiny guy, I respect it though. I still like the game. I still think the game is solid and you know, I, I hope like either some type of game pass deal gets where something needs to happen with division. Like, I just don't want to see it completely go away because I think the foundation for future things are there. But it was interesting to see. It's like the way they treat this. It's getting into the splinter cell category now, Ran. I don't know. Right? It's like they, it has it fallen out of favor with the brass that much. The like, division. I mean, they're doing the free to play game, right? Yeah. The, 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 the Heartlands and and stuff. You know, I was just thinking since Avatar's first person, mm -hmm. how much you bet it plays a lot like Far Cry. Mm. That no worries me. That worries me a lot, a lot. Why? Because Far Cry, Far Cry. I think I've said it on a few different it shows sucks. at this point. That's what you're gonna say. <laughs> no, say it it's just more of the same, but better than before. Consistently, more of the same, but better than before. That it feels very little is special about it. Now, I like Far Cry a lot. But I no longer get excited about it at all because it's right. just more of the same, just better than before. And that lack of ingenuity, that like lack of newness uh, turns me away. And so if Avatar is more Far Cry in that Avatar world, that'll rope me in for the sake of the world and the visuals and the sci-fi element. But I don't know that it'll keep me there the way that some Ubisoft games are able to do. And so that's, I think, where my trepidation comes in there. I'm just a little nervous about that. Uh, I'm also nervous because Avatar is a strange franchise. It's a very strange franchise. The movie hit. It changed filmmaking in all these ways. People loved it or didn't love it. Whatever. James Cameron made a ton of money on it. Uh, and then it just went away. And we heard about it and heard about it and heard about it. So there's got to be franchise fatigue for this thing with one property and a throwaway 360 game. Well, you know, there, uh, I, I mean, I think... I think everyone knows, maybe not, that there's four movies coming, yeah. and, they're right. all, and they're all filmed. Mm. I didn't like, know they were all done. I didn't know they were done they filming. Filmed, he filmed them together, so yeah. they're set. It's kind of like, like the uh, Lord of the Rings approach, yeah. where they mm -hmm. made all the movies to or right. filmed them together, and then mm -hmm. just the CGI stuff and so on. Right. Is, uh, yeah. later. I didn't know they were done filming. Yeah, so it's yeah. Supposed, it's like next year, and then it starts all four coming out. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. I mean, cool. Again, I just don't know if we're doing four more movies, but we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be a seven. Depending <laughs> <laughs> on who you ask. Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. I think we, I think we spent enough time on Ubisoft. We're, we're Rainbow Six in it over here. Let, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair. Fair. Let Ubisoft Fair. move on. Hey, hey, really, uh, by the way, really I know quick. there's got to be. 
Go ahead. You want to you want to announce the, the giveaways we're going to do here? If you didn't interrupt quick? me, I was. Oh, oh well, well, there you go. Same mind Can't right here. Let a man speak. Look I'm at this. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, like this. This is please pleases me. So we're yes. talking about Ubisoft. So I'm sure there's some people in the chat who Far Cry fans. Uh, Marion, uh, the Mad. Everyone knows him in the community. He actually just donated a copy of Far Cry Five um on xbox this morning so for this show so anyone who just wants to play far cry 5 and hasn't played it getting pumped for far cry 6 what have you just post something in the chat yeah just tell me i'll give it to the first person oh there you go just right there (laughs) just mention it to dan we'll give it away we're also gonna be giving away some xbox gift cards here shortly once we get into the core of the show which will be xbox bethesda so but before we do that um you know i want to touch on summer game fest because miles and i are going to take over the show for about half an hour mm, let's go baby about Elden Ring. let's go because i know Luke, i know dan i know cog aren't into it i don't know about rand or arch where are you guys at on the souls game uh i love sekiro okay sekiro is the best game from software's made in my oh, opinion okay. uh, it's <laughs> it, hey it it might be true. It's not my favorite, but I mean, it might be true. I don't like Dark Souls. I didn't like Dark Souls one. I Coward. did enjoy. Oh, I did enjoy Bloodborne, uh, but yeah. I I adored Sekiro. Okay. So I'm more of the kind of person who's who likes the fast paced yeah. combat of Sekiro versus the mm-hmm. slow plotting nature of Dark Souls. So I'm going to be really interested in seeing what Elden Ring if it's where yeah. it kind of falls in that. Is it more like Dark Souls or is it have some Sekiro stuff? And I will say like. Like the enemies, the world that they always build are always super interesting and visually yeah. appealing and just different from a lot of games that are that are out there. It's but for me it just comes down to that, like, you know, am I walking really slow with a shield and a sword and doing all these things, or can I get in there like a ninja and just like go crazy? Like I, I don't know. That's why I love Sekiro so much because it was just so yeah. much fun to play. You're, you're and I don't care. Miles in the heart right now. Well, giving me crap about Splinter Cell. I'm gonna give him crap about Souls <laughs> and Elden Ring and, and, and from. And then you know they give they give us the date right, and it's like Miles. I hope you know it's gonna get delayed again, most likely. You know, so I mean, don't get we'll, too attached to January twenty we'll second. From software historically is pretty good with their release dates. I know this year's weird, so there's no guarantee. But you know the track record of From delaying games is not. There's not a lot of you know evidence of that. It could and be delayed. Their, sure, most of their games come out in March. Yeah, that's the that's the release date I was expecting. Honestly, we'll get a two month delay. They'll say the just, just for it fun. Just, yeah, just the other question I have for you, Miles, since you're the expert, so is this geez. releasing? On next gen day one, I See, really haven't seen any confirmation. They did say PS5 get a free upgrade, Series X a smart delivery. Yeah, but mm-hmm. there were rumors that the, the last gen version would come out first, and then the next gen version would come out later. And I haven't seen anybody really confirm or deny that that was the case. If like there's going to be the next gen version and uh, a proper next gen version, not like what Cyberpunk 2077 did. Do you have any insights on that? So, uh, so I've heard similar rumors. the The original kind of rumblings in the the basically the dark web that is Elden Ring discussions <laughs> was that there was going to be a current gen version first, but they were targeting fall. So, what I had heard, and again, I couldn't confirm whether or not this was the reality, is they were trying to potentially get Elden Ring out this fall as a current gen version, and then early next year they would have the next gen updates. My assumption here, and I hope we get clarity from PR, is that this is going to be both versions launching simultaneously. We saw the, the you know the console 
names, the Series X, PS5 on the basically ad for it. But we haven't said like, these are the performance enhancements you're going to get on the Series X and the PS5. So don't know for sure, but I imagine they are gonna release both simultaneously because of the fact that this will be pretty much the first time, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't remember if Sekiro did this, but they their game launched simultaneously on both platforms and PC. There's typically yeah. a delay with the PC version. Yeah. Well, I feel for anybody who's going to try to play this game on the Xbox One or the PS4. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you know it's going to be 30 frames. Or maybe it's going to be a target 60. And I don't know. But like... No, you're the, right. Give me yeah, the next one. Mind. That yeah, is exactly right. what If, if it's not upgraded on day one, um, I'm buying it on PC. 100%. I can't imagine them doing that. I mean, the, the next-gen consoles will be out for more than a year by then. Um, that yeah, would be yeah. really weird. Uh, yeah. I'm, that would be I'm, odd bad choice but i'm all in on cross-gen i appreciate that i think it's valuable i think it's important particularly given the circumstances that this current gen launched in but a game like elden ring deserves to be seen with the best of the best uh in in its availability and that looks like it's going to be a next gen game and we've seen too many examples that i don't want to rehash but too many examples of games that launched late into this gen that should have just been now now current gen games they launched late into last gen and it just shouldn't have been there they didn't belong there still i think the 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 play account is just sadly still too attractive to a lot of these publishers where it's just like they just don't want to make the break and i don't know if it's you know more of a you know the generational thing we know with the chip shortage and, and, and and consoles not being available if that plays a factor or just let's just be honest the almighty dollar as far as you know the amount of consoles so even if it's a dumbed down port they're looking at probably that potential sale. And I agree, you know, obviously I'm not a big souls guy. I thought this uh, game really showed well, you know, I, I really, it looked phenomenal. The, the, the back 4K trailer? Yeah, bro, it looked, listen, I'm not a, I, I, I firmly admit, like I'm not a souls guy, not because I don't think the games are good. I just know that I don't need that level of stress in my life. <laughs> so my whole thing is just like, you know, I, I respect you guys, leave it to professionals, but I have to admit like, it looked really good. The ambiance, the world, you know, isn't it? Was it George R. Martin on it as well? As far as the, you yeah, know, yeah. Right? So, yeah, it looks like a. It, it, it was weird that they didn't mention him at all. Yeah, they kind of like just, it was like a casual screen, yeah. you know, JPEG. This is, he's on it, you know, and I guess some type of advisory role. But listen, I, I tweeted it out when I saw it. I'm like, man, I, I felt for you guys. Like the soul, like I felt the tears of joy, like finally, because I know what it is. <laughs> To have something like so long anticipated, and it's like you've been teased, you've been pro- so it's all it would be the equivalent of like me and Rand waiting for Splinter Cell, like finally they did it, like we would be emotional, breaking down, going crazy. So that part of the community, seeing everybody excited, uh, that was cool. That was really cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm down to hear you guys break it down, and you know what, what, what's your thoughts in, in the hierarchy, yeah. the pantheon of Souls games. Got to be careful because we could probably talk way too long about. I know. It, so. <laughs> Um, Open up a whole can of worms that you can't close right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I saw that Vadi. I mean, anyone who knows the Souls community knows Vadi Vidya, who is the number one creator. I mean, literally Bandai Namco posts on his posts oh, wow. um, in the community. And he already put his video out yesterday, breaking down a lot of the details from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot here. Like someone told me yesterday, it's like, oh, it looks like it just looks like Dark Souls 4. I'm like, dude, there's so much they showed in that trailer that's never been in a souls game before like mm. that's obviously someone who doesn't really know you know what i mean um i think i told him to stick the battlefield i think that was Hassan actually mm-hmm. um but yeah man i i saw this and you know they they obviously 
everyone was thinking, okay, Jeff Jeff teased before the show that he had Elden Ring, or Grub, I think, said he had Elden Ring. Yeah, it's um, been a running joke that yeah. basically every time there's a, basically any game showcase from anyone, especially yeah. Jeff Keeley, like Elden Ring. El so the last <laughs> several years, every time, his, if you look at his Twitter feed before any show he does, it's yeah. just Elden Ring spam as far as the eye can see. <laughs> so it's just been this running joke that he's basically been in gamer prison while we wait for this uh, Elden Ring gameplay no review. Doubt. And and the the feedback on it has been tremendous, right? Like the amount of views and likes and everything else. I mean, it's massive. I think people. I tell this to Dan all the time when we joke about it. Is people underestimate how big that franchise is. It's huge, and that community is way bigger than people realize. Despite it's, you know, being so famous for being so difficult. I don't think I've ever seen such a cult following leading up to a reveal in my life for <laughs> any game right ever. Like it's not going to be the biggest game of all time, but the discourse and the energy and the conspiracy theories surrounding Elden Ring and this reveal have been pretty wild to watch. As much as I've been wanting to see it, it's kind of been fun to watch the, the Elden Ring Reddit. It's just the most entertaining place to be on the internet because of how weird and passionate and all the theories that are going around. But to see it finally revealed, uh, it was it was such a moment. And... Um, as Rand mentioned earlier, I, I think Dark Souls 3 is probably my favorite RPG of all time. I do believe that Sekiro is probably the best game that From Software has made fundamentally. Mm. Um, and Elden Ring to me is a Dark Souls game created in a post-Sekiro world. So you Ooh. saw some of the speed, some of the mobility, the horseback riding that was introduced in Sekiro, not for you as the character, but enemies riding on horseback. And that was kind of them testing the waters of what that looks like. So now you have this huge world, seeing the horse jump off a cliff onto the ground seamlessly yeah. as you're just exploring this world, seeing the horse jump up like a 90 degree wall onto a mountain, like the scope and scale of this game seems so much bigger than anything they've done before. And it's got a, it's got the customization that I want from Dark Souls. It's got co-op, but it's got a little bit of that Sekiro speed to it, a little bit of that kind of flair. So I'm I'm, I'm ready. I'm beyond <laughs> ready to play this game. You can game. tell by the way you're speaking about it. I love, I love it. it. I love it. You know, uh, it's funny because we're talking about Summer Games Fest, but you're only talking about Elden Ring. Is that because nobody wants to talk about how the rest of the show was? Evil Dead, <laughs> baby! E okay, let oh, me... Evil Dead, who said it? Yeah, and that's fine. Okay. Oh, I, got, I got one other game I liked. I got one. I got, I got one. I got one, too. I got one yeah, too. I got. I got. I was joking because we did a live stream about Summer Game Fest, and I said, they're going to save the two most hype reveals for the very end. It's going to be Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell, followed mm. by Elden Ring. And no shit, that was the finale yeah, you of nailed Summer it. Game Fest. Nailed it. For me, nailed it. Jeff looked into my soul, looked into my eyes, and said, this one's for you, Miles. This Ooh. one's Jeff, for you. That's kind of creepy, man. You better be careful. So, <laughs> I know not everyone's hyped about Evil Dead, but... No, dude, no, no I am. Bro, Miles, dude, I'm with you. I'm that, that, good. that showed so well. So, yes. That game looked so... so it had like Easter eggs for Dead. the fans. It had oh, Army yeah. of Darkness references. Oh, I was bro. all over it. A lot of fan service. It looked good. It looked don't, good don't. in a way that no one was expecting, right? Yes. Like yes. no one was expecting that level of quality for mm -hmm. Evil Dead. I expected some fan campiness and some silliness, but not nearly. I expected the... Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, you know what I mean. That yeah, yeah. some serious jank, some serious yeah. jank. And it looked very clean, and so I was very happy for the Evil Dead fans when I saw that. And I was just waking up because the moment I saw Kojima show up in the show i said well jeff's gonna be waxing poetic for just a bit here and i took a good snooze in between it was great it was great um 
but uh, yeah, about how, how, how creative he is for like five minutes. You didn't enjoy that. I, I, I was asleep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, evil dead was a, was a surprise to be sure. Um, and no, no game was specifically for me out of the full lineup, but I was rather pleased with the show overall yeah. compared to what I was expecting. And I guess I was burned out after that dragged out weeks of it last year. And, Expectations and not, are everything, man. They really are because I was pleased with the show overall, despite not being thrilled with it. If that yeah. if that makes sense, yeah. 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 it just had some pacing issues. I, I, I if I have a gaming yeah. show, I don't want to see musical performances. Yeah, and as much as I, Weezer, Weezer. I don't want to see them in a gaming Whoa. show or an orchestra oh. and stuff like that. Um, oh. What I found interesting during that show is how um, Amazon heavily advertised yeah, he heavily everything. right right Arkham? heavily yeah. i've never seen them so aggressive oh, in in a yeah. in, in the gaming space to so be we, honest we said um, that a few weeks ago is like amazon sponsoring this so clearly mm -hmm. they had something to show so they're going to be mm -hmm. pushing that mmo real damn hard here in the west because that's yeah. what it is right they're pushing that mmo yeah lost arc lost yeah. arc thank you that smile gates making but i believe yeah. amazon is helping bring it to the west is that right yeah yeah that's how i understood it yeah okay yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, I found it just very interesting across the entire show. Um, Amazon being so present in a in a major gaming event, um, I haven't seen that before. And yeah, well, there were a few little gems in there. I I thought, um, what was it? Uh, Escape from Tarkov oh. looked really good. Um, was really surprised by that. Um, how good it, uh, it actually looked. Uh, I was glad to hear we get more Borderlands. Thank you. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah, over here. I mean, Wonderland. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big looter shooter, I'm so. All about it. So yeah. <laughs> Damn, there's no Borderlands fans on this panel. What am I doing? Well, I mean, that I like Borderlands. Was stacked. It's kicking <laughs> I like Borderlands two a lot. I couldn't. Have, I didn't really care for Borderlands three. Well, that's but the Wonderlands thing. Wonderlands looks special. This is literally the the one of the best expansion. Well, probably the best expansion for Borderlands. Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragons Key from Borderlands Two. This game literally takes place in that environment. That's the whole thing. And Borderlands fans have been asking for that for years. So the fact that they're actually building an entire game off of it is, dude, man, I'm stoked. I don't. Yeah, me too. Even though we didn't get to see gameplay, yeah, but no, I'm. No. But we all know how it looks. Yeah, we, we know what <laughs> with it's that engine. Yeah. So you're saying the show was great at the beginning and at the end, and everything else in the middle was just whatever. Like the show could have been ten minutes long, and you would have been happy. The Overwatch right. character model mm -hmm. spinning rand. Uh, dude, what is going on with Overwatch Two, man? What is going yeah. on? What about with that the game? Valorant? You guys saw the Valorant tease. That was weird, oh, dude. Yeah, there, was a, there was a lot of filler in the middle. The Jeff Keeley face mask in <laughs> Among Us. There was um, there was There's one fire. one indie game that stood out to me was that Planet of Planet uh, of Lava. Yes. Like, oh, that, that looked oh, really beautiful. cool. That looked, that looked yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. And, and I mean, chivalry. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, chivalry, yeah. chivalry too. Yeah. Yeah. So that really looked good. So yeah, yeah I played it last night. I mean, it, my, my stepson's been playing the hell out of it. He likes it a lot. But it, bro, I, it's hilarious. It's dude, hilarious. I've heard. I saw your clip. I saw your yeah. clip from uh, yesterday. You know what it is? I shot the deal as Zarka's playing with him last night. It doesn't take itself seriously. Okay. Like, no. it is just complete foolishness. And you're just running out, you know, seize them. And it's just, <laughs> but it's actually multiplayer done in like this pseudo story way where it's like stages you know defend this or don't let them breach the walls and then it gets deeper and deeper depending on which side wins and then as you get to the final part which is like defend the king and the king is like 
an AI, he, he's fighting, and you know, while the, the, the other opponent team is uh, uh charging in, I think it was like six, 64 players online, cross play, yeah, graphically looked good. On it series seems X. like it launched pretty yeah. well for a small yeah. dev, like, yeah, I mean, for a small team, you yeah. know, I was, I was very impressed, but um, to like you guys said with the show, I mean, I'm kind of with Luke in the sense that. You know, with last year, I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't really a fan of the format of Summer Game Fest last year. I just felt it was a little bit all over the place. So I did yeah. like the fact that it was streamlined. I liked the fact that there was it was a little bit yeah. more concise. You know, some standouts for me was that, obviously, the Back for Blood, which, you know, we we're going to yeah. talk about that. That yeah. kind of got out there as far as Game Pass now. So that that's a huge get. Those are the Left for Dead guys. I love that series. Um, you know, I just thought that for the most part, I, I think Jeff did a good job. You know, I was it was interesting to see um those guys from Call of Duty now they can make their own so deviation, deviation studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with PlayStation, see what's going on with them. But look, you know, it was to me, it was like what Miles said, you know, everything was built up for that Elden Ring, you know, the final couple of beats to really get the crowd going and stuff like that. But overall, you know, I thought I thought it was a solid show with some some nice gems, like you know, Archimedes said in between. So you just pick and choose what you like. But what yeah. if it didn't have that Elden Ring at the end, though? Evil Dead, baby. Oh, Evil Dead, Dead would be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he'd be but, talking about it like the same El- way you are, Miles. No doubt stole that show. I oh, no yeah. doubt. I, I, I did see. I did see the Grubsters tweet about uh, there being some sort of story oh. uh, about uh, heard, yeah. maybe yeah. why it wasn't at Xbox's yeah. show and I heard why it was at, at yeah. Jeff's. I'll let uh, Jeff dive on that conversation grenade if he wants to yeah of course <laughs> um it's just a fanboy well, he, dumpster fire there but <laughs> the points he was making about it w- sounded very playstation versus xbox but it made sense to show elden ring in a console agnostic space at least that was the argument that he was making in one of the game messes that yeah, he so I saw it, uh, yeah. uh, stirred there but but yeah. there is a logic to it um at least in the way that it was presented and i have no knowledge and i would not is pretend there? to and I'm not being I'm not being smart. Like if you look at Sekiro, right? That was Xbox marketing. It was at the mm-hmm. Xbox showcase, right. and it was their best-selling game at launch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it won Game of the Year Game Awards. So mm-hmm. why would not showing it at the Xbox? Con- why would that hold it back? I guess is what I'm saying. It's a good question. Maybe well, because somebody look, didn't want it at the Xbox show. Well, there, yeah, there's that. And what do you, are you I, implying? Angering Sony. Angering Sony did not work out well for Cyberpunk. I mean, how Ooh. many PlayStations are out there? Cyberpunk may have launched broken or not, and, you can, and that's not what I'm going at, Ains. But it is still not available on the digital marketplace. Did you? Did you know I was given this chair? And because I heard that you have, were given that corporate shill. <laughs> uh, but it's still not available digitally. How much revenue are they losing out on by frustrating Sony there? If that's how the industry works, and frankly, I don't know, and I'm not, I don't care if that is. But that there is an argument to be said that that frustrating the highest selling console maker is is a something to consider if you are a business. Um, that said, I don't subscribe to that mentality, and that's not how I look at it. But I believe that was the logic that he was putting forth. People flexing their market dominance in a, in a way to you know re- retaliate i don't know i mean that's yeah that's something you know jeff has talked about a little bit is that you know maybe there's a scenario where because i've publicly said that i expected this 100 at the xbox games showcase for a long time there was no doubt in my mind that this would be at the xbox game showcase and you know we had phil spencer flying out 
checking out the game, talking about how ambitious this was, mm. really talking up this game, really making it a point to let you know that he went and saw this game. Right, and exactly. there were all these other, th it was revealed on an Xbox stage. I can almost mm. guarantee you that Phil Spencer and Xbox wanted this to be on the Xbox stage to have this reveal because as we saw with Summer Game Fest, that reveal made Summer Game Fest. The reveal yeah. of Elden Ring gameplay yeah. is worth Max. a lot to a lot of people yep. and yeah i know i again i don't i can't comment and say whether or not this is confirmed or any right. of that but you know i imagine if you're sony you don't want the, the brand association with that you don't want xbox to have this reveal the reveal because right. i'm i'm in a position right now where you know it might not be the best-selling game but i think the elden ring gameplay reveal might be the biggest thing at all of e3 like that's how big it is for some people in some groups. So if you're Sony, you 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 don't want that. You really, really don't want that. What about the argument that I've I I don't know who brought it up, but I've seen it a lot on, on social media. Um it, Microsoft might want that E3 showcase to be everything you've seen today is coming day and date into Game Pass. Ooh. What if oh. um oh. Elden Ring is not coming to Game Pass and that was the reason why they we're not. Uh, nah, I, that's not the case. Because Battlefield, yeah. Battlefield Six is going to be there, and that's not. Yeah, as of right now, coming to Game Pass. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, that's I, I agree with Rand there. That's definitely not the case. It's it's this whole discussion is interesting. Again, not I'm with you, Miles. Like I don't want to get too crazy as far as you know corporate espionage and just <laughs> ooh, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But but we got to be real, right? We got to be real about the situation. And and you know one thing about Sony, they do. You know they, they they're very good as far as optics and, and, and as far as name attached brand attachment and um i think it's one of those things that it, it's possible right they they could say to themselves hey you know elden ring is a title that you know we kind of want on an agnostic stage as opposed to you know the casual fan who might watch the xbox you know Bethesda conference and say oh wow it was on that thing because i think a lot of the casual fans sometimes if you see it on the stage you just assume they may assume that it's just for that platform and you kind of have that brand association yeah. so it's possible i i mean i defer to you guys as far as following elden ring and how it was revealed and and, and stuff like that so now that you're saying like okay yeah it was revealed on the Microsoft stage, you know, Phil showed tremendous, you know, investment in the title, you know. So when you see that from the higher ups, you know, one would assume, right, that they want to have their brand associated with it. And then for it to be revealed in this, this state, it is interesting. You know, I, I'm curious to, you know, if we ever get a, a book <laughs> down the road about, you know, Elder yeah, Ring yeah, and the yeah. development, you know, shout You know, well, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's just a fact. You, yeah, there's a lot of speculation of this stuff that I'm sure is untrue, right? But yeah. it's just a fact that, there are things that go on similar to this yeah. that we don't know about. We I mean, don't know about. At the end yeah. of the day, it's business, and it's big business. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. dollars that we can't even comprehend exactly. go into these kind of deals. Yes. Exactly. And, right. and the la last point I'll make is that also, again, regardless if it's Game Pass or not, you know, Game Pass is a disruptive force. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, again, not saying Sony conf not confirmed or denied did anything. I'm just saying that, you know, Sony will have to come up with ways to combat that as far as from development say hey you know as far as putting your game there you know as far as of maybe some type of financial incentive and things of that nature so it, it's what i call it's like you know it's, it's the warfare behind the scenes you know yeah. i'm very uh, to me that stuff's very intriguing so I'm yeah curious. me too i like i really yeah. find it interesting at the end of the day i don't really care yeah because um, i'm gonna play the game day one of course, of wherever course. i need to play mm -hmm. it but um i uh, hard same 
<laughs> so like i said if it's not optimized i'll be on my pc i don't wherever it's going to play best is where i'm going to be period um but and, it is right. interesting if nothing else Go yes. ahead, Luke. well i was just going to say as frustrating as that conversation might be for some uh that, those that were maybe really hoping it would be specifically in the xbox camp microsoft absolutely delivered in their pre-e3 showcase and they're recording there with doubling down on the game space their commitment to gaming as a company overall um which was a a lot for for those in the xbox space to celebrate uh and a lot for i think gamers to celebrate too particularly given the investments that they're making into xcloud and reaching more gamers outside of the console space which i'm sure six or seven people were very upset about <laughs> but uh really and truly they spoke volumes about their commitment to the gaming space in the future and i thought that was a great way to kick off the e3 season as it were um with that that pre-recorded conference and that news of seeing satya nadella the guy that. you're jumping the gun here <laughs> you're jumping I, the gun, Luke. I i hold nothing back sir okay <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing we, we saw a lot of you know kind of some inside oh, dance stuff. here hey i'm here yeah my, my <laughs> dog my dog i have no control over him it's no. almost like you could close a different room right. so he couldn't get into that room. Yeah, that would turn out really, really poorly for whatever <laughs> was in that room. Regardless, <laughs> from now on, we're just going to take bets at the beginning of the show as to what point and what timestamp something will happen where, <laughs> like, my ceiling will fall down or something will explode in my kitchen. <clears throat> anyway, we, we kind of saw some inside stuff, you know, with the whole Apple versus Epic stuff. We started seeing some of what goes on inside. Yeah. You know, so... Which is crazier well, than I think we imagined. Right, yeah. So, I mean, this is not out of the realm of possibility. Sure. You know, so I, whatever. You know, that that's the thing. You know, we're all going to be able to play wherever wherever it is. You know, I mean, I'm not, obviously, because I suck at stuff like this. But it, it's 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 great to see, like Cog said, you know, that the fans of these Souls-like games are going to be, you know, regardless of where they are, are going to be able to play. You know, and, and and this has been one of those that everybody's been looking forward to so much. Um, I'm excited for you guys a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. You just a pinch, the just a pinch. right? Just a little. I mean, you know. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, uh, we got Kojima talking about being creative for five minutes. You know how he does. Um. Mm. And then he showed Death Stranding. So I'm gonna leave that one alone. No one else excited for uh, Salt and Sacrifice. I know it's a small game. There's mine. I mean, See, Soul yeah. Sanctuary, phenomenal 2D. So again, Souls like. You give me a Souls like, yeah, I'm gonna Souls play. Souls like, it. of course. Miles <laughs> is like, I actually, what I find most, it is, is a 2D Souls like, and it's okay. an awesome okay, game right. by the way. But what's really cool about the game is made by a husband <laughs> and a wife, which yeah. I always find cool. In the I love that. Yeah. It's um, just, it's just funny to see you know people who love souls games get excited for any game that's sort of souls related in any regard like, you know like, like hey it. man star wars jedi fallen order it's souls like i'm totally there you know <laughs> no why way. are you stealing a joy ray i mean it's a successful that's like me saying like i don't get how anyone could be excited about any stealth game ever they're all the same Wow. All the same for wow, a third person. Wow. Wow. I was with you. I was wow. 
I was about to say, this is what my, this is what Love and Mass Effect Two does to you. Yeah, this it is it. lines have been drawn. Down. I mean, yes. I, I don't know if that's as worse as like trying to get gamer cred because I beat Dark Souls and I'm a real gamer. <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I don't we buy go. into that. Okay. Red, we doing it? I, mean, I don't buy into that. All right, I'm not a. a oh, but you know there are Souls plenty bro. that do. There like, are plenty of people. Hey, like are you? That. Did you there beat are. Dark Souls and Sakura? Nah, bro. You ain't good as me then, because I did. Here's my here's my here's my cred and my card. Here's my gamer resume. I have beaten every single from software RPG. I think you'll find I'm very qualified. <laughs> Say it with your chest, Miles. Let's go. Game of crap. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Bro, I, but I, Red, I feel you. I mean, it is. I have to give you souls. Like, they wear it with a badge of honor. Like, mm -hmm. how dare you talk to them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's, but in respect, though, the games are difficult, man. And I, I'm with Dan. Like, I, I am too old. I don't have nothing to prove to anyone. Mm -hmm. If you guys <laughs> are great, knock yeah. yourself out. I, I bend thy knee to all of that. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, I yeah. see that. I, I mean, I respect to the people that, that could do it. But I will say this. I, one quick sidebar. I want to ask you guys. How do you, Souls Gate Fighters, feel about, like, the whole I never asked you this like the easy mode thing. I know it's a side. I, yeah, I was curious. literally about to bring that up because these are okay. also the people that are like in easy mode in Dark Souls. Yeah. 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 It'll, it'll, it'll tamper with the creative vision of from software. Don't we can't have everybody playing it. Tensions, Rand. So, so Rand just spoke for me. So uh, <laughs> I know A's feel like that. A's hardcore. Okay. I know. <laughs> you're the so, so Ains, you're in let that camp. Let me see if Miles agrees. Okay. Before I he say, speaks. That way I can get my my, yeah, my moment in to see yes. if he agrees or not. I'll, I'll what say I, what I'll, I'll say what I like about the formula first before mm -hmm. I comment on the easy mode. Okay. What I like about from software games is I always find it kind of overwhelming when they throw like five difficulties at you at the start of a game, and you're like, mm -hmm. I don't know, am I cheating myself if I don't put it on a harder difficulty? Is it going to be fair. too easy? Is it going to be too hard? So what I really like about FromSoft is you don't have that option. This is the game. We have designed it this way because we feel like this is the, the best balance. That being said, I am definitely not in the don't you put an easy mode in my <laughs> games, okay? It's a bad, like, like you said, some people wear it as a badge of honor. I beat this, so I'm a better gamer than you. I don't really care if there's an easy mode. I also, if it is extra work and they have to fundamentally redesign the game to do it, I also don't really care if they don't do that, but I'm definitely not someone who's like, no easy mode. Sorry. Get good, gamers. That's what I, it's about. Oh, oh, I got to hear A's. I feel him. He's dying inside. Uh, no, I want to hear I'm, his hardcore I'm, I'm a little more stern than Miles. On, okay. I'm, not, I'm not unreasonable because what I was going to say is exactly that. Is I like the fact that they say, here's our game. You enjoy it or you don't enjoy it. It's, it's that simple. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, to his point, whether you realize it or not, right? these games are designed very specifically like to the frame with their moves and actions and weapons and everything else. And when you start talking about, all right, we need to make that 50%, I'm just making this up, but make it 50% easier. How do you do that? Do you add frames in the role to where you don't get hit more iframes? Do you change the way the weapons work? There's probably a lot of nonsense they'd have to go through to do that for varying difficulty levels. I'm not a designer. I don't know. So I'm fine with them just saying, look, that's not worth it to us. We have a community that likes these games. If you can't beat it, it's not a big deal. Uh, I'm definitely not one of the guys that's like, oh, I beat Dark Souls. Like, there's there's way harder games than Dark Souls. It's not that hard. 
It's really not. There's way harder games on the market than Dark Souls. Oh, wow. Coming off with big gamer energy <laughs> here. No, no, but I mean, they're all. <laughs> no, he flexes. He flexes. He'll let him fool. I know, I know this, man. <laughs> you know, it's true. For... The games we grew up with oh, are way guided. Bro, bro. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we've had this discussion here. Yeah. And it's like, we grew up with the days of the, you know, the one life and the no, no save no. and the no, you know what I mean? No save state. It's not even yeah. I mean? so, to, so to me, no one can talk to me about their, exactly. how much of a gamer they are. That exactly. Like play ghosts and goblins back in the day. Ooh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Super just talking goblins. about it this week. Oh. Just talking about it. Exactly. Those games so, are way harder. Than way Dark. harder. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's funny to me when gamers try to, this generation of gamers try to throw that in your face. I see you, Mr. Yeah. Bad, you're flexing. I see you in, the, in that chat. But, uh, <laughs> But at the end of the day, like it, it's funny to me, but it, it, I do feel what Rand is saying. Like, like some people really throw it in other gamers' they face. Like, they do. Like, they you do. Can't and talk it's obnoxious. To me if you didn't beat Dark Souls, because yeah. because I'll be like. I don't really care for Dark Souls. And they'd be like, you're just not good enough. Yeah, that would be- <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's the same as people who are like, oh, I didn't like that game. They're like, you just didn't understand it. It's like, oh, I can, oh yeah, I, it's I can too big brain. the game, fine. It's just a bad game. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I, like I would never like be to somebody like, hey, did you beat Returnal? And then be no, be like, well, I did, so I'm better. Like, <laughs> dumb. You know what yeah. I mean? Up, did you did you beat Returnal in under twenty hours like I did? Because if you didn't, then you suck. You know? <laughs> it's just weird though because that accessibility option, that easy option, it is the accessibility of like Jedi Fallen Order that eased me into the genre. And then I realized I just don't like the <laughs> aesthetic of Bloodborne and right. Dark Souls and what. That's just not for me. Nothing. But the games are great. I just don't care to spend my time there. Um, and there's nothing and, wrong with that. Yeah. And that's the big thing. And so Rand's making a good point. So is Miles, though. Sometimes when you see difficulty ratings, and I don't know if I'm cheating myself or not. And so I always appreciate when devs put in, this is the intended, uh, right. or this is what we envisioned. I always appreciate mm-hmm. those things because mm-hmm. trying to boot up Dying Light for the first time, it gives you 43 different options for difficulty. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> what do I want? By, by the way, since Mr. Bad yeah. Take is in the chat, let's just double down yeah. on the fact oh, that no. you know, Souls 3 is better than Bloodborne. It's just Dark Souls 3 is better than Bloodborne, oh, yes. Oh, y'all yeah. try to get him to pull up. We're just going to have it every time he's in the chat. So yeah, I mean, it's... I'm sorry. That is it. Bloodborne is phenomenal. It's yeah. a phenomenal game. Not trying to take anything away from Bloodborne. I just think, from a design oh, you, you perspective, to, from a world design perspective, from a gameplay loop, from a narrative perspective, um, what else can I throw out there? It, that it's a better game. Yeah. But, hey, hear that? Hear that, bad bit? Damn. <laughs> anyway, shout out to my man Joseph uh, Josh Reddit, uh loves gaming in the building. He brought up an old one. Um, Silver right. Surfer for NES was hard. That was the hard, the hardest games I ever played. Yeah, facts. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like the generation we grew up with. Like if you, put, oh gosh, here he goes. <laughs> if you put, if you put like my son, right? I put him in front of a 16-bit game. He doesn't stand a chance. Don't he doesn't stand, stand a chance. Facts. They're just, they're not that bad. All right, mm-hmm. we can move on. I could keep going. On <laughs> we'll move on. Let me hit these super chats because they've been sitting oh, here no. for a while. Oh, no. Carl in the house, uh, writer for Season Gaming, one of our tech experts. Free three, give me Halo or I club this baby seal. <laughs> 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 oh, we getting Halo. Don't worry. We're getting to it, by the way, too. Ooh. So, and then there was another I one. I, missed, that so I think uh, Bomber in the house. What's up, Bomber? Avatar and Riders Republic. That's, that's how long the super chat been sitting out there. Sorry about that. Um, Avatar and Riders Republic, best of show, no doubt. Yeah, we covered it. Thanks, Bomber. Appreciate I see it. um Death's Door was just announced at the Devolver Digital to be coming out uh, July 20th. 
Oh, yes, yeah. that game uh, looks really good. Yeah, so that's what uh, Xbox will have a uh, Death's Door on the twentieth, and then the Ascent on the twenty seventh of July. Both hitting Game Pass on day one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. How, so, how many times do you think Game Pass is mentioned during the Xbox Showcase tomorrow? And if you were doing a drinking game, would you die from from it? You would die I first would, ten probably. minutes. I think. I can drink a lot. I think you'd be dead and. Yeah, dead five times over at least. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. while we while we move over to it, let's get to it because that's the core it. of the show, right? That's why we're let's here. Get it. So yeah. let's get into it. <laughs> an hour in. <laughs> yeah, no, an hour in is the core of the show. So we knew this was going to be a little longer. Hey, Cog over here running five hour shows. So. Oh my gosh, Cog! I mean, he he, he, he comes to Xbox Two, and I get an ILP length episode of four <laughs> hours. It just happens. You see what happens? You, you know how it is in a row, man. You know how it is. <laughs> you know, people were calling for Miles Don PA to join too, but we oh. we had a packed we had a packed panel. Maybe, maybe yeah. some other time, Miles. Maybe 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 soon. Well, I'll see if later. I can make time, Rand. I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, chat. Thanks for everything, man. Hit that like button. Definitely let uh, yeah, people know like about y'all. the NSX, uh, Xbox and Bethesda comments. So, Lou, getting back to what you were talking about. So before Summer Game Fest even kicked off, we got Phil Spencer, who obviously, you know, uh, vast majority of people in the Xbox community really look up to mm-hmm. on a pre-recorded message with Satya, right? CEO of Microsoft. And I, I know I tweeted out about this and it blew up um, that for someone like I was about to say me, but really all of us, right? Because we've all been gaming a long time and we know what gaming was and call you and I have had this conversation a million times over, oh, but yeah. Oh yeah. Where when we were growing up, all of us, right? Gaming was this niche thing, much smaller, much less attention on it, much fewer people, smaller market. Yeah. Now we're coming into E3 week where the head of gaming at Microsoft and the CEO of Microsoft, literally the richest company in the history of humanity, is wearing a Halo hoodie, the game that I used to sit in basement setting up LAN parties for. Um a halo hoodie talking about how they are all in in gaming and gaming is fundamental to their future this like it was a small thing but i took that like i walked away from that with such the biggest smile like this is just amazing to me that we have the ceo of microsoft talking like this um and i just think i don't know that hit me really really crazy guys it's just perspective right makes you take a step back and think jesus man this has come a long way and it's only going to get bigger yeah. Archimedes, you talk, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree one hundred percent. I think um, this is what really changed for the entire Xbox division how seriously Microsoft is taking gaming now. This is probably the biggest accomplishment from Phil Spencer. Um, if people always talk about, yeah, he acquired studios and so on, that that wasn't his part alone. But for him to convince. Like you said, uh, one of the richest companies in the world to make um, a board of management position available for gaming, to make a, an entire division out of that for for yeah um, such an such such a huge company, um, that is just awesome. And I mean, for us as as gamers, it is great to see how they really try to leverage all what Microsoft um, has to offer with the Azure uh, cloud servers with, of course, the, the the financial backing, but also with a lot of the tools that are now available to developers, not just the Xbox game studios, but developers in general. Um, that That's just great to see. And like you said, um, 
to see Satya Nandella in front of the, the big E3 showcase coming out, making that a clear statement. We are committed to gaming. It's it's, it's awesome. Um, and by the way, I'm glad they had uh, or used that, that opportunity to take the X-Cloud stuff um, out of the show. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't want to have that in the yeah, show. I want the show to be about good games, point. games and more games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was really a good move. What's your thoughts on it, Miles? Where, where, where you Anyone can feel free to chat. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I, you know, I've been talking about this a lot this past year. Is that, you know, obviously I have my bias for Xbox. Obviously, I prefer Xbox, <gasps> but I'm not someone who tries to downplay what PlayStation is doing well. I don't try to downplay what Nintendo's doing well. Right. They all have their flaws. You can you can complain about whatever, but Fundamentally, all of these companies are doing something really impressive. And we are in a time in a period where as an Xbox fan, you can I can objectively look at what Xbox is doing and say that I've never been more excited about the future of Xbox. No doubt. And that feels so good. It's so exciting to be able to say that without any hyperbole, without any fanboy nonsense. I can look at the formula and the strategy that Xbox has and I can say, yes, I buy into this. I see what you're doing. I want to see how this plays out and I want to support you. Um, and that just feels really good. So having them come out, having the head of Microsoft come out and say, yeah, we're all in. I mean, that's what we want to believe. That's what the fans really want to believe is that Microsoft is all in. But here's the statement. Here's the mission statement from them. We are all in and we're going to give you one banger per quarter. They're, uh, just to throw that, that old phrase around. They want <laughs> one big AAA first party exclusive launching into Xbox Game Pass per quarter. And... That is, imagine getting four or four Halo Infinites in a year. Imagine that cadence. I don't think that's going to come next year, but potentially 2023, we get to a point where there is that, that cadence and they are really hitting it and it's going to be exciting. Like, obviously we all have our preferences. You can prefer PlayStation and that's fine. I don't really, I don't, I don't mind. I don't think you're a dumb person. I don't think you're a worse person, but if you love gaming as a whole and you're just trying to write off what Xbox is doing and what their future looks like, I think that's unfortunate. Mm. I I will echo that a thousand times over because my beat is Xbox. That's where I have that's my preferred ecosystem. But like you and like many, I have no no disenfranchisement with any of the other console makers, game makers, or anything like that. But it was really cool, I think, to kind of have that moment this year. Uh, I'm like I've been listening to Rand for a, a long time, and and he was making content in the Dark Ages, right when it was <laughs> when it was. <laughs> Realize how that sounded. Rain, but what oh I mean geez. is Methuselah. what I mean is what I meant was <laughs> oh, uh -huh. you see, Rand, this is the shit I get. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm talking about? Like, you're two years older than me. All right. So <laughs> it did sound funny. I didn't I know what your intent was. I'm sorry. And by the way, you insulted Dan just automatically yeah. by that statement yeah i mean i, I don't even feel it anymore no you're good, you're good, you're good. oh man you're good. okay i collect myself what i meant was <laughs> xbox had a rough go in xbox one right oh yeah that they did first half was rough and there were like six people talking about it it was just not a place that many people wanted to be so to go from that space to where we are now We've got a panel of creators who are all in this ecosystem where we're seeing the big time people 
getting to talk about the CEO of Microsoft, not Xbox, not Don Matrix Xbox, but <laughs> Microsoft in the in the zone and it it makes sense. It's not forced. It doesn't feel unnatural. It makes sense. And not only it, it's not like a it's not not a, just a publicity stunt. We're seeing XCloud. We're seeing game acquisition or studio acquisitions. We're seeing IP being created. And Miles is right. 2023 and beyond looks pure fire. And I cannot <laughs> wait for it. I cannot wait for it. And, and you won't even need the box to play with your buddies. That's awesome. They're pioneering uh, xCloud. They're pioneering cross-play, cross-progression. There's so much to look forward to. And when you have a CEO up there backing, there's confidence in what the future is. It, it, it just speaks to a different era of gaming. That was cool. Let's get the OG, Lord Rand. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, did you just see Godfall was announced for the PS4? Oh, man. Really? What? Yeah, the what? Gearbox just announced it on stream. Oh, so uh, they're trying to get fix those sales problems. Gearbox doesn't believe in generations, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Um, oh, the the shrimp are starting to show up, huh? Oh, yeah, shut it down, please. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The shrimp, (laughs) like, I I really, um, I didn't get to watch the the, the full video because I'm not that special. Uh, but the takeaways are important. Like, I think this, what they did was basically. Tell analysts and tell the press and give an overview of like, hey, this is what Xbox is doing. It was almost like a welcome to Xbox refresher course for anybody who doesn't know what Xbox has been doing. And yeah, it's it's awesome to see Satya, him coming out there being Microsoft is all in on gaming. Because like Luke said, man, like last gen, last gen, um, there were some low points. Yeah, there was points there where I... I honestly thought Xbox would go the way of the dodo bird. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I didn't think there was going to be a, a future. And uh, it, with Phil kind of getting the promotion, and then seeing all the all the studios being bought and all the, uh, uh, the you know the, the Game Pass take off and the Bethesda purchase, it's like okay, something's different. And to see Satya out there talking about this, you even have like CNBC and all these market watch things talking about Microsoft and Xbox, Xbox in a positive way now being like, there's something here because their goal is to put Xbox everywhere, right? They're still making consoles. So I love it that they basically came out here and just stomped their foot over the nonsense that I have to hear every single time. Oh, Xbox is just going to be an app in the future. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's going to be an app, but there's going to be hardware. Yes. So if you want to play in the consoles there, but if you don't want to, grab your controller and play in the Xbox app on your smart TV or play it on your PC. Doesn't matter. Play it on your mobile phone. Like where you want to play is where you want to play, right? But they all they said the console is going to be the flagship experience. It's going to be for people like us on this panel, the ones who spend the most money, but they want to And even you look at like Jim Ryan's quotes yesterday in that interview with Axis, he's looking beyond the console too. We already know PlayStation's doing stuff on pc they're doing stuff on mobile yeah it's just the way the future is going so it's nice to see them come out and, and talk about that it's great to see them come out and talk about game pass and how it doesn't hurt the sales yeah. of games because they really touted out outriders and how yeah. it was still the number one selling digital game for the week it launched in the game pass because as cognito says the internet tells us <laughs> xbox uh nobody buys games on the system and nobody yeah. buys games because it's in game pass and then they bragged that MLB The Show, even though it was day one in Game Pass, was the best-selling game of April and, like, what, mm. the second biggest, like, launch sports game, game or whatever in its launch week. 
right? So and added dis- millions of players to the show's audience. Yeah. Which yes. We all knew it would, right? So they're dispelling these myths that exist around the service, right? That they know of and they're sharing with their partners, but all the people on Twitter who don't understand being like, oh, it's bad. Uh, we want to buy the games to support the developers and all that stuff, even though like Game Pass is supporting the developers because they're getting some mad money. Like, I love to see Microsoft come out and just curb stomp these people, right? Oh, that really? Xbox really? is in it for the long run. <laughs> Satya is basically signaling to investors that they're going to even invest or you know invest even more. You got Matt Booty talking about one game per quarter, yeah. right? Which I actually Ooh. think is, is lowballing it because mm-hmm. four that, like four games a year, yeah, that's, that's conservative. That's conservative. That's, conservative. Yeah, that's at least right. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about and how they're gonna do this, investing in internal studios, which is what we wanted them to do forever. And they're finally got their act together. Yeah, it's unfortunate the games are going to take a little bit of time, but it is what it is. The past is the past. This is, you know, the present and the future. And then they're going to acquire more studios, right? So it's like everything I wanted out of Xbox. And the only thing left is for these games to come out and be good. That's that's, that's it. it. Like, yeah. like they have the hardware, right? The Series X, Series S, they have the most, the, you know, the most powerful, according to them. You have the cheapest. Right, and then you, you're on PC. You're on PC on Windows 10 in your own store with Game Pass. You're on Steam, right? Day one, you're going to be on mobile, iOS and Android. You're going to be on smart. Like their plan is basically just if you got a screen, all you need is a controller and you can play it. It's and you 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 can. The best part about it is like a lot of this stuff just works. You yeah. know, you're like trying to get your save from the PS4 version of Final Fantasy Remake to the PS5 version. I've seen people struggle with that. But on Xbox, it's just easy. Like you play a game on your Series X, you log into your PC, you can just continue playing where it was. You log into mobile, continue like it's an amazing vision that I think will play out for Microsoft five to ten years from now because nobody else can do what they're doing, right? Nobody else has the resources. But for me, it's all about the games, right? They have the studios now. We know they're making tons of games. They're going to be getting more. We're going to see the show tomorrow. I, I I honestly haven't been more excited for Xbox um, than I ever have. Like I think yeah. this up this generation and beyond is just going to be special for Xbox fans. And that's not to say if you're a PlayStation fan, you should feel a certain way because I also feel PlayStation is going to kill it. What? This that's isn't fun. like one's, one's good and yeah. one's bad. This is gaming is going to be Max. the best it's been in some time. You know, you have all three console manufacturers. Like firing on all cylinders, because normally one of them always screws up. <laughs> one of them always screws up yeah. in each gen. Mm-hmm. And they're now we're finally... Approaches, right? Yeah, they're all different. Yeah. Nintendo so does cool what they're it. doing. Sony is doing kind of a, a, a the, the traditional stuff, but kind of expanding. And Microsoft has their own with the subscription server of Game Pass and being everywhere. It's really cool to see. Yeah, so man. sorry I went on a little rant there, but no, I feel very passionate boy. about this stuff. No, you know, no, but so. look, look what Luke look what Luke started. Oh, right. Right. Man, <laughs> dark ages. Listen, but he been, we been there. We we, we know uh, what it is, man. We know no, what it no. is. The yeah, past 100% generation. 100% agree with you guys. It, yeah, uh, I mean, everything you just said is facts. I mean, yeah, Brandon said it best. I'll, I'll be very quick. Um, you know, for me, and Ains, I think you appreciate. It. I think if you're a fan of a brand or a platform or an ecosystem, right? I think, like, I I, I think back to the Sega days and how much I love yeah, Sega. Man. Let's right? go. You know, we know where we go with it, right? As a Sega kid, and one of the most painful things is to see mistakes make up top, and 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 not seeing sustainability 
on something that you love, right? So for me, you know, obviously I prefer the Xbox ecosystem. I still love Sony. I still love Nintendo. But as far as ecosystem, I really like enjoy, you know, the Xbox. So I think what it is for me is when you see these kind of statements, these forward-facing statements by Sacha and Phil, the optics of it gives you confidence. And I think Jess said it on your podcast um, yesterday, uh, Brandon, the Xbox 2, that um, it was it was more of a, that meeting really wasn't for gamers. You know what I'm saying? That's more for like investors and the other broader audience to show Microsoft's commitment to gaming. Because I, I think like the dirty secret before was like, oh, they have all this money to blow, but how really are they committed you know, to gaming? And to see them put their flag down to show you what the mission statement is, to show you the ways they're going to try to achieve this goal, whether it be through Game Pass and xCloud and all these great things. I love it from a from a future uh, building standpoint, from a sustainability standpoint, you. It, you walk away with confidence like okay they're gonna be here in the long haul they are showing the commitment and to Ains credit you know it's not easy you know if you're the head of xbox to to get at, at the big boy table so to speak to, to to convince the higher ups to really dig deep and i think it is the greatness to phil spencer you know what i'm saying and as much as i love i'm a peter moore guy like i, I have to admit in this shorter Span and King Min King go at this all the time back in the day. Like I'm Peter Moore guy. I think he's the greatest at one point because of <laughs> the 60 era and the golden era. But what Phil was dealt with, considering as we call the dark ages, right? The Xbox One, <laughs> right? Let's call, let's keep it real. It was looking spooky out here. Yeah, we were ran. We were questioning: Are they committed? Are they truly committed? We see what Sony's doing, these amazing first-party exclusives. We would see these second-party deals, and we're like, why doesn't Microsoft own their own studios? What's going on? And just to see the whole culture change and to see where they are now, and to Miles' point, you kind of see the vision, and you're like, you know what? I buy into that. I I, I think I, I, I see where they're going with this, and it's exciting to see. That's all you want. If you're a fan of a team, right, to yes. basically say, hey, they're committed. They got the free agent dollars. They're drafting correctly. Yeah. They've been you know building, right? They're these, building, these right? have been building for years now. And That's now the foundation is there and you're starting to see the whole house come together. That's and they had a long was... way back. They had a oh, long way. Oh, yeah. No, they, yeah. they, they, they had started hardware, my... yes. services, mm -hmm. IP. Then they had content delivery, oh, presentation. They were walking individual power. bricks hand by yeah. hand. Yeah. Hand by hand. Build that house. Yeah, mm -hmm. shout out, shout out to now. He said, I got to call it right. Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius. Yes, oh, yes, boy. correct. Yeah. He said right. I had to say it. He said I had to put respect <laughs> on his name and say his full title that King has given him. You know, you know it's funny you brought that up with Peter Moore, though, because Peter Moore, is, he's a legend, right? He's the one legend. of the of all time. But if mm -hmm. you look at the last six years now going on seven right since phil took yeah. over i think it was 2014 if i remember correctly mm -hmm. um if you start to look at what he's accomplished with what he had to do and what it's going to result in in the yes. long term yes. I, I don't think anyone's ever uh yeah you can't yeah. touch it yeah you can't touch it you can't touch it it's i said it. i said yeah. something uh just the other day on a, on a different podcast when we talked about a similar topic i think the biggest accomplishment and achievement from from phil and the and probably the biggest task he had to do is when he took over that team to bring the moral of the team in order Remember because that? Yeah. As a, when when you're in a leadership position for hundreds if not thousands of people that work in redmond that that are really down that they were they worked hard and from some stupid management decisions from three or four people all that work went down the crapper then the moral is really down and to build that up because phil alone couldn't have done what 
Xbox has done. It's it's the team behind him, and and to but to motivate that team again after what happened in 2013, that is. Is uh, really the, the the biggest challenge I think he had to to do, yeah, to do. No because uh, he had his internal all the teams you're talking about, right? He yeah, had this low morale and basically people doing exactly what we're doing as fans, saying, "Where's my career in this division?" You're exactly, part of this enterprise, this massive yeah. company, and you're in a division that no one seems to care about. Right? Exactly. Do I have a future in that company? Exactly Can I make right. my career out of that? Exactly um, right. And then still had to convince. The big Microsoft, yeah. right? That gaming was valuable enough for them Preach. to invest in. A two, yeah, you yeah. know, at the time, so a trillion and a half company. Um, and and now you can really see it with a lot of executives being um, also public on um, on social media and and out there. Um, we we have that Sarah Bond, we have Matt Booty, we have Jason Ronald, all these executives yeah. now in that that phil put in in these positions all yeah that, good people too all good people um that really speak to the community and this is is, is a incredible achievement besides having of course a vision where do you want to be in five years where do you want to be in 10 years that vision yeah. is what sold it to microsoft but to really build it up and get the team motivated again to deliver what they are delivering now that is, is such a huge um, achievement and um, yeah, people rarely talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's especially like you, where I know you're coming from, Arch, because we've talked about this offline from a corporate perspective. Um, yeah, you know, some of these conversations they're not easy. You know how some of these things go down, and and seeing what this looks like from a corporate perspective at the highest levels. Again, we're talking about the biggest company in the world is uh it's just astronomical people don't i don't think people give him enough credit he gets a ton of credit don't get me wrong yeah but when you think about the task at hand he deserves all of it he really does there's um, a reason they call him papa phil you know <laughs> <laughs> and he has the love of his team too he's not just a he's mm. not just a corporate leader that's done well but isn't beloved right he's yeah. managed to do both which is very rare, rare. Which is it's rare. very rare um, it's, a, it's a stark contrast to to Jim Ryan, I don't like competitively putting them together, but it's a stark contrast to the two. Is there a relationship with your gamers, with your customers, with your producers, with your developers? And Phil generally seems to capture that. And that's why he's evangelized so much in, in, in the ways that he is. And it feels like a stark difference between the direction that Jim Ryan's taking Sony, who is very financially successful and they put out incredible games. I'm not taking that away. I just feel as far as a figurehead, uh, gone is Sean Layden. Gone is is Reggie. Phil remains. You know. Yeah. Phil remains. Phil remains. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll pose like a question to, to you guys about about Jim Ryan because, yeah, one reason Phil is so popular and beloved, he's got that Reggie appeal. He's just yeah. he's got the genuinely mm -hmm. nice kind of relatable vibe. Whereas Jim Ryan, he is a businessman. He's coming in. Mm -hmm. He's taking care of business. He's making money. That's his job. So mm -hmm. to you in the panel, to you watching. When you when you listen to Jim Ryan speak, do you buy it? Does it feel authentic? Does it feel no, related? Not at all. But uh, that's that's the thing. Um, speaking to a customer base is not his main job. It's also not mm -hmm. Phil's main job. His main job is to have a business, a multi-billion dollar business in order. 
that's kind of different. What mm -hmm. Phil can do, Phil can speak like Jim, and I, I place a bet he does all the time because, yeah, if you run a multi-billion division, um, you have to be an aggressive businessman, but mm -hmm. he can switch. He can distinguish in between, am I talking to an investor, to a developer, to a partner, a business mm -hmm. partner, or do I talk to my potential customer? This is what Jim really is not capable of doing. Um, but as long as the numbers are good, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a good point. Miles asked a good question because um, I think for me, it always comes down to transparency. And I, I, I just look at, you know, what both have done in this short period of time and not, not, not to make this like the rag on Jim Ryan fest, but yeah. you know, we, we have to be honest about the, the whole transparency as far as generations. Right. And, and I, I, I look back at that and I look back at how, you know, let's be honest when, you know, Microsoft did get in front of that before everyone, Hey, Halo Infinite's going to be cross-gen. Hey, we're going to do this for about a year or so. And they kind of, they took the flames for the community from it. And yeah. people were like, hey, you know, next-gen experience. I want a next-gen only experience kind of thing. And then Sony kind of rode that. So now that the, the layers are being revealed, and Ozzy Rand talked about Godfall, and we know about so many more cross-generational titles, which, again, I don't, I would look like, I'm not like, oh my god end of the world because it's happening you know what i'm saying I, yeah. you know we have to eliminate this base completely i do understand the perspective of someone who wants to see the power push though so i i get both sides but at the end of the day you know when you look at things like that and now when you we get these reveals that these games are not going to be next gen only on another platform after they initially promised that then it goes back to transparency and the last point i'll say to mom's point is that you know it is something to be said about a gamer himself in a position of leadership to be able to understand and move between the different groups of business professionally and also still be able to speak to the core gamer and understand their wants that that's good yeah. they, they he's got a good team around him and like like uh, archimedes said it's about the team but you know credit to him as well it, it, it's really good to see so i, I talk we talk in sg chat about this a lot mm -hmm. because um i won't, I won't name names but we talk about couple things like you know they they always want to remind that phil is the head of this division a very expensive division and and at the end of the day he's got a bottom line like every other head of division right and, and i don't think that's lost uh you know people should realize at the end of the day phil's a businessman you know he just happens to be better in my opinion at selling his vision and selling what he is in terms of the gaming environment or gaming community than jim is it's just a just a matter of fact and when you work for a bunch of different leaders, leader, leadership styles vary greatly. Personalities vary greatly. And when it comes to what this is for, right, where you're leading a gigantic global gaming division, uh, whether or not he's better at the bottom line is to be seen. Jim's obviously newer. He takes over a bigger back-end company with PlayStation, a bigger global brand. But I think uh, Phil's are in the right for that respect uh, for a number of reasons. We think about how the Elden Ring crew is feeling after their Summer Game Fest reveal. Probably pretty good. That was It went off for them very, very well. We will... You want to talk about it? Miles? Yeah, let's circle back. Let's it. circle back. Let's go. I, I'm connecting it. Moving on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you just Lord Attic me just now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do with the Lord Attic. Time. Time. But we have... We'll know that that bit that business approach has truly landed for Phil Spencer when Elden Ring wants to be at Xbox as opposed to that console agnostic space or, or pleasing uh, another publisher or whatnot. That's when we'll truly see the vision continue to connect on on the the third party side.
we should say, because we're seeing it connect on hardware. We're seeing it happen with services. We're seeing it connect in so many other spaces. Now it's a matter of third-party relationships. That's fair. And as that ecosystem grows, that's what you've got to look mm -hmm. towards, right? So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Let me get the Super Fork in the house from Gaming Beyond the Box, our good friends, of course. Thank you, Fork. 1999 Super Chat. Hey, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Wish we could get that <coughs> all on Xbox. No, you don't. Stop it. Game on. Great show. Great panel. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Cheers. it. Yeah, I got the winner for the first for the first twenty dollars Xbox, okay? Yeah, it's AKW. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, that, yeah. I'm laughing Win because no joke. Winners. AKW just sent me a DM with a code for an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, oh, that's what's up. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. Well, so, I can pick somebody else if uh, he doesn't want it. Well, no, we might have just half reimbursed him for what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did. So, Fantastic. AKW, if you're in the chat, man, first of all, congrats. You can yeah. definitely take the twenty dollars code and then let me know. By the way about this game pass code you want me to give away because it doesn't say how long it is. I don't know if it's a month or three or six or what. So right. let me know, but guys, everyone in chat. So just hit Xbox in the chat, hashtag Xbox. We've yeah. got another $20 code to give away. And we now thank you to AKW in the chat, have a game pass ultimate code to give away as well. So, yep. um, yeah, I'll okay. just keep everybody's wants, name. He, he so said far. he wants to dance. So I'll hit you up. That's AKW. I'll, I'll hit you up with the $20 in DM. Perfect. But uh, he's also donated a three-month Game Pass Ultimate code. So Fantastic. Cool. All right. Yeah. Now that we got that sorted out. All right, all guys. Right. So let's talk about the show itself tomorrow, all right? And I know everyone here is being involved in some way. There's a ton of live reactions. There's a ton of post shows. Um, and I also know between Rand and Cog, and my, everyone basically has already talked about the show a bunch of times, as we have we. But I feel like we're the night before. We're all huge Halo fans I said Halo. Look, it's it's subconscious, man. I meant to say Xbox <laughs> fans, but you know, we should all be Halo fans. Uh, <laughs> better all be Halo. Yeah, that's better way. Miles, thank you. See, Miles and I are like this, man. We got this. All right. Um, so this is a, a huge show for Xbox. Uh, it's the first show, obviously, Xbox Bethesda coming out. Um, there are rumors swirling all over the place, top to bottom of what we're going to see tomorrow. And I know half these guys have already discussed it. They're shrimp in our damn chat already. God. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, but, but let's break down some of these things. Um, and guys really your choice. I know there's leaks out there. Some people feel some have more validity than others. I don't, you know, it's up to you what you want to mention. So anyone listening, if you want to go in completely blind and you've blanked everything out, you may want to turn off but i don't think we're going to spoil anything per se for you so our comedies has a hard out let's let him go yeah, yeah. Ark, how much yeah, time you got left bro? yeah pardon me how much time do you have left before you got to run i i i should go now now <laughs> <laughs> well i'm, I'm sorry well, soonish i i have like let, like let two go. three minutes uh, but uh, go. okay yeah. okay so i'm sorry it took us this long to get to the actual no problem Xbox show but let's hear from you expectations or what you'd like to see and then i also would like to know your guess on what you think is going to open it and what you think is going to close it okay um my expectations uh i i have actually two two major things uh, i'd like to see the first is uh, what most people want to see and that is gameplay for some of these already announced games um i did a video about a week ago uh, and I tried to count how many games has Xbox announced. And I came up with 13 major announcements from the first party studios. And we know about four others that are not announced yet, but we are sure they are in the making, like Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, that doesn't need an announcement to, so that we know that it's in the making. And then 
we have around about 15 to 20 other games that are in development that we don't know of yet. So um, I would be surprised if out of all these announced and unannounced games, we cannot see gameplay for like three to five games um, outside of Halo, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that That is what I want to see. I want to see like three to five other games than Halo with gameplay. Maybe uh, a Hellblade, maybe a Fable, maybe a Loud. I don't know. Um, but three of them. Um, and I should. I think it should be doable because if we consider how long some of these games are actually in development, I would be surprised if they, there wasn't something to show. Like a Fable, four and a half years already in the making. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, after, if you do, Even if you take the pandemic into... into account and remove that year that that's still a long time and i i find it hard to believe that there's nothing you can show after all that time and that goes for a lot of these games so again gameplay for three to five games outside of halo that is that is what i would expect um and the other thing um i want them to see is or or or, or my what my expectation is um to really show people that Bethesda is Xbox now, because that is, I don't want that discussion with every Bethesda <laughs> game we get. Is it going to be exclusive? Is it not going to be exclusive? <laughs> is it, is Bethesda their own entity or not? They need this to is, end is, that discussion is what you're saying. Yeah. I want to end that discussion. I want them to, to really convince people, um, to, yeah, we are one unit, uh, unit now. We are one company, and Miles, I've seen your tweet. And the funny thing is, I said I've had a, a discussion on Twitter just two or three days ago because I said something similar. That's why I really don't care if they announce the studio or not tomorrow, because the message should be um, not, oh, we are buying like three or five or whatever uh, amount of studios. We are Xbox and Bethesda now. They can announce studio acquisitions somewhere else this year. I don't care. Um, this should be one of the core messages um, during that game, uh, during that game show. And yeah, what do I think they will open up the show with? Yeah, um, let's hear it. Let's I hear it. hope it's Halo. Um, okay. To be honest, um, we've seen it. We, we are seeing it now for the fourth time <laughs> at E3. Um, Craig and, says hi. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've heard Chess do saying eh? something um, during the Iron Lords podcast that is makes total sense. Halo does not need an explanation. Mm. Um, if you, for instance, open up Star with Starfield, I think that would be a mistake because you mm. need to explain Starfield. Starfield has to be somewhere in the middle of the show because mm -hmm. Todd Howard has to come out and explain to the world what the game is, what the vision for it is, what are the gameplay mechanics. You have to explain it. You don't have to do that for a Halo. Yeah, so you can easily um, open up with Halo. And the second reason why they should do that is because no matter how Halo looks now, it will be controversial. <laughs> yeah, so get it out of the way. Get it out, get it out. <laughs> get it out. And then have a couple of other things. Listen. And then, and, and yeah, and then um, end the show with um, a big surprise that nobody is, is expecting. Woo! Like, um, let's go. Yeah. On. Go we on, had got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, we have a couple of um, bigger games that are not announced yet. Yeah, show some real showcase um, that also doesn't need an explanation. Um, like um, if you if you for instance show 
one minute of gameplay for Fable. Yeah, something that makes your jaw drop to the floor where you really leave the room or Hellblade would be probably such a showcase where you don't need an explanation to understand what is going on. Just graphics that blow your mind um, My man. My and then man. Leave, mm -hmm. leave the show. Yeah. Um, it's because that will stick in your memory for a long time. Facts. I'm with you, brother. So with you. So, and if they can deliver that, and I think it's all not unrealistic. Um, like, like I said, they have so many games in the making. Even with the pandemic, come on, there's got to be three games outside of Halo that have to be in state to be shown with gameplay. That is, it yeah. should be doable. If you do that, plus um, good showing at the beginning with Halo and something mind-blowing at the end, um, you're good. All right. All right, brother. Well, man, it's been nice having you on, as always, Arch. And obviously, we'll be in touch, and you're always going to be back in the future. But why don't I know you yeah, got to get you. out of here. Why don't you go ahead and shout out your channel? before you head out and then obviously we'll be in touch yeah very first thanks for having me uh, you know i'm i'm always having a blast here in the show i'm always uh, glad to be invited um it's just getting really late here in germany yeah we are <laughs> closing in on midnight and i know my kids they wake me at five uh, so i want to get a little bit of sleep before the big day it. tomorrow so um, yeah, but it's been a pleasure here on the show. A fantastic panel. Uh, the chat is always um, awesome here on the show. So, yeah, thanks for having me. And, yeah, people can find me basically everywhere. And uh, the Boxenberger um, on Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation, and, of course, here on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a fun uh, show tomorrow. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, the rest of the week will also be filled with announcements. So I can't wait. It's, it's Gamers Christmas. Come on. How can you not be excited? No doubt. No doubt, no doubt man. All, All right, right guys. Well, have a good night. And we will uh, oh, see you Yeah, and you have a great show. Pleasure, brother. Okay, see you guys. Later, bro. All right, let me get the super chat real quick from Mr. Pompa himself, the... Periono Mampa, as we call them. Great panel, great people. This is just a good time. Hope you all have a great Saturday. Hope we get what we want tomorrow. We're getting Halo, man. I'm good. Woo. I'm good to go. Yes, sir. All right. So, Rand, I know uh, you had a hell of a show yesterday. Like I said, I, I tuned in, kind of caught off on everything you guys talked about. By the way, Colt is wrong. We need Banjo. I think Jez is right. <laughs> I you can tell him I said that. <laughs> Jez, and, uh, Jez and Nick were 100% spot on. We need Banjo. Um but, uh, you know, I know you've talked about this a lot, Rand, but um, why don't you give us uh, kind of your thoughts on expectations? You know, not a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, like we said. There's probably yeah. a lot of things you could say or choose to say. Completely up to you, man. Let's just hear your thoughts on uh, what we are going to see and what you want to see. All right. Well, I'll try to get through this as quick as I can because something came up and I got to unfortunately leave real soon. So, um so what am I expecting? Um, I'm expecting, obviously, look at Halo multiplayer. I think they're going to deep dive that yeah. uh, with maybe some cutscenes from this, the campaign. And I expect there to be a lot of, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, upset people who want to see the campaign again. And I don't think, I think we're just going to get a, a brief look at it, but it's mostly going to be focused on the campaign. I don't think they give a release date. I think they just, say holiday 2021. Um, I, and I do think that I, I made my prediction video, so I'm going to stick with it, even if I certain things, certain, I think change. I think halo ends the show, even though I don't want it to, because I would much rather it end with like a JPEG of rise Two or something like that. Uh, but I do, I do feel Starfield opens the show because this is about Xbox and Bethesda. And I feel like 
opening up the show with a game that's really anticipated that nobody knows anything about, and then hitting people over the head with the message that Xbox is Bethesda and Bethesda is Xbox and this game is exclusive, I think you want to do that immediately from the get-go. Like, boom, here's Starfield, and you can only play it on Xbox and PC. And that's, you just, right from the get-go, you do that. Um, Unfortunately, with the way Work From Home is, um, and some of the games that Xbox have are farther out. I don't expect us to see games like Fable uh, or Avowed or State of Decay 3. I think there maybe might be something there from Hellblade 2, like a making of video, which I think people will probably be upset about because they want to see okay. gameplay because the game yeah. was revealed in 2019. Um, uh, so some a lot of the titles we saw last year we won't see again, unfortunately. Um uh, we'll definitely, I think, see Forza Horizon 5 with the release yeah. date sometime in October. Um, Project Typhoon's going to be there, and everybody's going to be like, finally, what is this game? And who's the developer and all that stuff, which all your ans- questions will be answered. Um, they're going to have a bunch of Game Pass announcements. We've already seen some of them kind of come out with Back yep. for Blood, supposedly. Good. Yakuza That's Like good. a Dragon. Ooh. We've seen some of the ones from Bethesda, like Doom and Fallout 3 and Evil Within 2 that had contracts with PlayStation now that are up. Um, yeah. So I, I would imagine there's going to be a ton of Game Pass stuff. Um, I said in my prediction video, I expect Microsoft to announce a Xbox Game Pass family plan mm. uh, as well, because they've kind of talked about that in 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 the that one-hour press thing recently where they talked about uh, you know new kind of uh, subscription services or at least new pricing models. Yeah. So I can t- I, I think family plan is is one of those. Um, we're going to see third party. We're going to see Battlefield Six gameplay. Um, who knows what other third parties are, are going to be there? There's talks about like Plague's Tale Two and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and as for his acquisitions, look, <laughs> I pointed it out when they originally announced the show and gave the date and everything that they didn't say there would be no business related stuff. Right? Okay. Oh. Last year they were. Last year, they were quick to point out that the show would be games only and there yes. would be no business related dealings, no acquisitions, no Series X price, no Series S uh, announcement. Uh, and they know all the rumors that are going on right now because they're very strong for the past week or so. Yeah. And they have not, they have not come out and said, yeah. don't expect this. Yep. No so, greedy statement to shut, to shut us down and, yet. And I said two weeks ago on Xbox Two, I believe it was, or was it maybe this earlier this week? I was ninety ten on an, an acquisition happening. I'm like, I'm never going to say hundred percent because I just don't. I'm ninety nine, ninety nine one that an Ooh. acquisition is happening on mm. on Sunday. Mm. Um, I do th- like. It sounded like Nick was saying yesterday that uh, they may open with kind of a project. Yeah, that's an interesting Ooh. prediction. I, I yeah, do, it's very interesting prediction. I do think, when you look at the rumors, I do think they'll acquire Avalanche. I don't know if it's going to be just the one Avalanche studio that does the Mad Max Rage 2 type thing or yeah. the whole studios group. I think right. that is the one that's going to be acquired. But there are rumors out there about IO Interactive, who, Which as we know great. from Jez, is working on an Xbox game with Project Dragon. Uh, you know, they're working uh, on Bond too, which yeah, they're working on Bond. Um, which you know, if Microsoft does, I, 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 an IO, I want them to buy O because I love IO and uh, I'm 50 50 on that one right now. Um, Crytek, I've heard rumors, yeah, maybe Microsoft wants to get them and they're interested in doing like Rise again 
and stuff, which would be interesting. <laughs> and then, you know, like, you know, we saw what Jeff Grubb said about NetherRealm and Rocksteady and stuff like that. Look, yeah. I know for a fact Xbox is talking to Warner Brothers. They're talking to the individual studios. Everybody is. Sure. Uh, those are all in place. So I definitely expect at least one acquisition. Who knows if it'll be two. Um, but I, like, I know a lot of people want to see the gameplay, and certainly I do as well, and I hope we see a lot of it. Um, hopefully Microsoft has a lot more up their sleeves for 2022 than what I think is currently going to be there. Uh, because I kind of project out and I'm like, eh, there's not going to be that much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Project Omen, I think will be announced as well. And I know a lot of people are like legacy of Kane. And it's like, no, <laughs> do you see I'm this stuff miles with people Arthur. being like, well, why would they call it pro- Omen if it's not legacy of Kane? When it's Don't like, it's just a project like that. It's just a project name. It doesn't mean anything. Like that. Don't do it. I'm just it's saying. It's just a code name, man. It's just a yeah. code name. It's, it's nothing just, to do with code, code name. And it also happens to be related to vampires. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully we get some idea of what that, because yeah, the speculation for project Omen right now is yeah. intent. It's all over it, the Arcane place. is awesome. They're one of my favorite devs. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a very solid show. Um, I thought last year's show was going to be amazing. And then because of how it was presented with a bunch of one minute CGI trailers with no dates and halo looking like it looked, uh, I think it it came in underneath my expectations. So this year I'm more like, I think this is going to be a very solid show. Uh, I, I think there's a chance it could be really, really good depending on how much gameplay we get. And if there's any secret, hype announcements that we don't know about if there's acquisitions like avalanche to me is a nice pickup right um but if you can compare if you can pair avalanche with io well then that becomes amazing that's that's sexy then if you get crytek then it becomes extraordinary right so um like i think the thing is it's like xbox is they got a lot cooking and unfortunately i think we're come to the realization at least I have, and I know a lot of people still hold not hope that uh, most of these games they're making are a little bit further along, and I think people will start to realize that. But it's really all going to be about Game Pass. They're going to talk about it a lot. They're going to have a lot of big titles hitting the service. Um, and then it's just going to be, hey, we got Bethesda. They're here. They're making games exclusively. We're, you know, picked up a couple new studios. We're making exclusive games. We got all these studios coming. Don't worry. Right. Uh, that's what I think the message is going to be. And I, so I'm kind of at like a, an eight right now. I think the show is going to be like an eight. I think it'll be better than Summer Games Fest and the Ubisoft show and pretty much better than all the other shows simply because there's going to be a lot there. Um, it could. And depending on, like I said, how things show up, it could raise it to a nine. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And with that, uh, I want to thank you, Ains, for uh, having me on. Oh, um, I appreciate it. It was nice, you know, talking to you again. You know, exposing to the world that you like Mass Effect two better than one <laughs> was great. Finally getting that um, out, yo. That was good. That was always good, good talking like to Cognito and Miles Dampier wow, and Dan. Ooh. And it was a pleasure to meet you for the first time, Luke. Oh, um, I mean, you ghost. Know, yeah, yeah. Having, yeah. with the ghost. Yeah, what? haven't 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 talked to him before. So this was oh, this was so this was good for me. My young gunner. That's what's so, um, <laughs> likewise, my friend. Ghost. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That's 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 it, Ains. That's that's what I got. That's what I got. That's great, man. No, thank you so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it, brother. It's good to finally have you on a show. Um, hope you stay in touch. And uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be a fun day tomorrow, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So if you got to run, no worries at yeah. all, man. I appreciate well, you coming. I'll, on. I'll talk to you guys later. I gotta I gotta get out of here and uh, have a good brother. rest of the show. Later. Bye, Rain. Thanks, man. Peace. Yeah. All right. So he ran through a lot real fast right there. So um, throwing out the gauntlet. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a lot to cover right there. So let me ask this. It sounds like, and I know, like I said, a bunch of us are kind of in the middle of these rumblings, right? It sounds like more than ever, we may get an acquisition tomorrow that's kind of tied to a project. That's what it feels like. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know um, what I mean? Like, it's not just going to be, hey, we bought the studio. Okay, moving on. It's going to be more of, we're working with the studio on X. And by the way, they're part of Xbox Game Studios. Very similar to what uh, PlayStation did at Summer Game Fest with the yeah. What the, uh, was it? Deviation. Deviation. Yeah. I was about mm-hmm. to say Deviant. I was like, it can't be Deviant. Um, that's that's so, really what needs to happen, in my opinion, because uh, the rumor conversations are hot. They're hot right now. People yeah, want Xbox to come out and just slam dunk. Just pull in. We got these five massive studios, Xbox Game <laughs> Studios, going hard, all in on gaming. Here's why. That's cool. That is cool for hardcore Xbox fans. For the average person who's maybe not that invested into Xbox right exactly now, right. if you just show the name of a studio, the average person goes, okay, cool. Good point. Yep. But if you Good can point. show, here's what they need to do. PlayStation mm. does this incredibly. They need to show a trailer that sells you. They need to show off Project Typhoon. You look at this game, you're like, oh my God. God, this looks insane. I need to play this. This looks incredible. Splash screen, Avalanche Studios. And then they say, oh, by the way, Avalanche is joining Xbox Game Studios. Beautiful. Here is why you should be excited. And then your Game Pass launch, right? Mm. Because as soon as you're in Xbox Game Studios, your Game Pass launch. Don't don't give me a splash screen with five logos, please. I get it. I'm I'm invested in Xbox. I would love that. But the narrative that Xbox has no games is not going to go away if that's how they go about it. Because last time we got a bunch of splash screens for logos, that's all we got. We still don't know what they're working on, really. If we're being real, if we're being, I'm playing devil's advocate, I'm being a little harsh on Xbox, but tough love. That's the reality. You can't just tell us you bought this company and not tell us what that means. Because we care, the people investing in the Xbox community care, the average person does not. And that's not moving the needle for Xbox Game Pass and the appeal of Xbox, in my opinion. No, 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 I think you're spot on. I was going to say, you you nailed it, because 2018 was great for the hardcore fan, right? We, we, I mean, we're in that crowd, right? And you see them, oh, shit, they bought Ninja Theory. Oh, shit, they bought Playground Games. We know Mm -hmm. what that means. Yeah, yeah. Long term, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't mean, you're exactly right, it doesn't mean anything to anyone. And now you're three years removed from when that happened, and we're still saying, okay, where are the games coming from, these people? Mm-hmm. Um, again, we know why it is. We know what mm-hmm. development is. We know the pandemic. But at Good the point. end of the day, people who are just Xbox casual fans or just gamers in general, right. and Xbox wanting them to get into the ecosystem we already discussed for 20 minutes, they've got to show the products. It's Good the point. products that, that matter. That's exactly why I want them to end the show a very particular way. Something they've done mm. great the last whoa, few whoa, years whoa, is whoa, 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 what you got. There's nothing fantastic here. It's just <laughs> oh, smart what? marketing. Oh, I felt that exclusive end, coming, baby. Let's go. The, the exclusive and the announcements, those need to come throughout the show. But the last thing they need to do is remind people what's on the horizon short and long term for Xbox. They yeah. need to ping up their... Uh, and it sh- they should make it gifable, basically, but it needs to be Fable, Avowed, Forza, El- uh, Elder Scrolls, Starfield. I'm looking at my list, Outer Worlds, Grounded. Mm. And they need to ping out everything short term and long term that they've got coming up in the future. The games that are not getting gameplay, they we need to be reminded that they're coming so that at the end, the final thing we see is you this want, like, list. This is a real at the very end. 
very yeah. end of just the names or titles showcasing how many games are on the horizon for Xbox gamers. Yeah. Because Miles is making a great point. We need to remind people why this narrative of Xbox has no games is an outdated meme. And how do you do that? You show the games that are on the way. And I do not expect to see Avowed in the next year and a half, two years. But people need to know that it's on its way because Sony does an excellent job of selling you on something three, four years down the line. Microsoft needs to try their hand at it. They've nailed services. They've nailed acquisitions. They've nailed hardware. They now need to remind people about what games are on the way. So if we are not to see Fable gameplay at this showcase, fine. Remind us that Fable exists in your pantheon of games in this world of one major exclusive per quarter or more. And Remind think, us that it's coming. I, I agree with you. And I think that ties back to what um, we were touching on previously, right? Which is if if everything's to be believed, then we're going to see an acquisition or new company partnerships, whatever that looks like at the end of the day. Show the game with it. Show the project with it. Show what you're getting out of that. It's, it's what Miles was saying, and I completely agree with it. 100%. So let's do this, guys. We, we kind of touched on it. Each of you, because we're we're I'm I'm actually writing this shit down. <laughs> oh shit! Let's you, go, <laughs> let's go, oh, boss. Oh, you see Miles sit up like, All right, man, I'm paying attention now. Oof. What what are we gonna open with, and what are they gonna close with? Um, mm. I can, Halo I can go. I, I've mm. got I've got mine if you want, but I I think uh, I want to hear this because it's always fun, right? It's always yeah. fun to see what the shows open with and close with, and people have different ideas of what that's going to look like. For instance, I think uh, was it Rand said they're going to open with Starfield. I think they, I think Starfield because of the reason he said, comes in the middle somewhere because mm. you do want Todd Howard on stage, you do want Todd Howard representing for Xbox mm. now, and you want him as the man that the Fallout and uh, Elder Scrolls community knows and loves, despite Fallout seventy six, they <laughs> love him to death. Um, you want him on stage talking about the new IP, the fact that it's the first new RPG they've made in 25 years, new IP that is, um, and, and all these things, right? I don't think you do that to start a show because that's a slower portion of your show. Okay. Um, you don't open with someone walking on stage and talking to you for 10 minutes. Uh, we mm. saw that out of Ubisoft today and we already talked about how that went. So what do you guys think? What is going to open this show? Ooh, Halo. You think mm, Halo's gonna set it off right right to it? I think Halo needs to well Halo's in the middle is the right spot for Halo. I feel yeah. it's been shown many times. I think we, Halo's in the middle personally, but go ahead. Well, it's been shown many times. It needs a reintroduction, but it need not tread tread the same territory that it's already been over. And we don't need to spend forever on it. They need to showcase why they delayed it, what's coming for multiplayer. Uh, and they need to recognize that things are going to get nitpicked right away, you know, pixel counted and everything else, <laughs> perhaps even unfairly. Uh, we got we got to get past this, by the way, gaming industry. We got to get past screenshotting and zooming in. But, but they, you know, we always talk about it, right? We always talk about the the people on Twitter and on Instagram, wherever you look, right? Social media that are doing that. They are nothing. In the grand scheme, oh, facts, facts, right? oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know imagine I mean? complaining it about it. it just I'm, doesn't matter. Yeah, Craig, Craig is not going to impact Halo sales this fall. He's just if not. they're smart, he's in the trailer. 
shirtless, he's oiled up, and he's just <laughs> front and center. Ready. Ready. He just comes out flexing. Like, That's right. Exactly. Been working out over the last year. Yeah, I mean, start with Halo. Uh, if Starfield is going to be in there, it needs to be the middle or the end. Um, I don't know what that game is, so I will stop pretending it's God's gift to gaming. Uh, I don't even know if Tom Cruise is in in the game. I'm looking at our chat, laughing up hysterically. It's awesome. Um, but real talk, start with Halo, get it out of the way, uh, provided that you're able to escalate over the course of the show. I do not want this constant up trajectory. Mm-hmm. You got to have some 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 calm in there because not all games can be yeah. for us, right? You need to have some some indies or some small titles there. Uh, but uh, start with Halo is how I start the show. End with Starfield uh, and a sizzle of what's to come for the future of Xbox. Okay. By okay. the way, we literally just this moment hit 100 live people watching. Oh, that's what's up. Salute. Which is, uh, we've never hit 100 on oh, Big Oh, salute, brother. We've this never hit 100. Good so, content, man. Hit the like, y'all. Hit the like button. Yeah, Come thank you now. so much, everyone in the chat, man. Really appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying mm-hmm. the show. You know we're still going here. So uh, right. that's awesome to see. Um, and to the hundred people that today, so that just makes me happy. Nice. To the hundred people here, Ains gave BioMutant a nine. What are you doing? For the hundred people, for the hundred people watching, um, it's Don't actually do it. easier. No, 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 a, no. It's actually easier as a four-person panel. So we're gonna take care of this. We're just gonna. <laughs> oh gonna damn! Right oh, damn. Right, we just got to get out of it. We don't have to worry about it anymore. We took care of it. Now you can see us better. You don't have to look at him. The production uh, value went up. Man, <laughs> <laughs> he put my man on time out. Man. Look, now, now the account's just going to go up. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, anyway. Yo, it went a one-on-one. It did live with a one-on-one. Oh, hey, someone's like, oh, wait, Luke's not in there anymore? Okay, now I can watch. Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, that man. got me real good. That was good. That was actually really good. He's on fire. Uh, no, thank you guys so much, man. Really, really appreciate it. Um, by the way, $20 Xbox gift card. Freaky TJ. Where's Freaky Ooh. TJ at? Is he still in the chat? Hopefully he's still in the chat. Um, he's got the $20 Xbox gift card. So just reach out to me via DM. I'll get you that. We mm-hmm. still have three months Xbox Game Pass thanks to AKW to give away. We'll do that here 15 minutes or so. So all right, so you've got Luke Ramami. You got Halo opening and Starfield closing. Is that what we said? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. Yes, sir. So, so sorry, you're sir. just completely wrong, but that's fine. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right, call. Give me what you got, man. What do you think they come out? Most important show they've had, maybe mm. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think they come out and hit with right out of the gate? I think the opening is the hardest to predict for me. That is the one. Like, how That's do you why this st- is fun, right? Yeah. Because how you do you no idea, set right? the tone? You know, because there's parts of me that definitely feel what Lucas said, just get Halo over with. There's parts of me that I know you may disagree with um, Ains as far as, you know, Starfield and stuff. And then there's another part of me that's like, you know, the if the acquisition, quote unquote, studio, you know, Ruben Studio has gameplay or footage to show that's impressive, right? then there's, there's that bag you could go into. You know what I mean? So you got all these different bags you could go into. If I'm going to commit, I'm going to say in reference. Like, you're, you're just, you're, you're, you're pacing right now. I see I'm what pacing. you're doing. I'm, I'm, I got I to talk it out of my head to see where, I'm, <laughs> where, I, where I land. I think for me, if you want to set the thing off, I think why not just get 
Starfield out there. You know what I'm saying? Why not? I mean, I know, I know you don't like it, Ains, but I'm really oh, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't know if I envision it the same way they've always done, which is right. Todd Howard on stage. I don't know how you open with that. I think maybe I'm I think, wrong. I could be wrong. I, I think the I'm possibility. Wrong a lot. <laughs> oh, I listen, I could be wrong too. We don't know. <laughs> to me, to, to me the, the wild the biggest wild card is to start. But I think like it, again, if you just show the gameplay first, we don't know what it is, and you just, you know, we get right into the show and then let that rock if they have, like, even if it's a vertical slice, right? Let that rock for a little bit. And then he comes out afterwards and, and, and says what he has to say. I think that still could have some effect. But I'm, I'm leaning between that or the studio acquisition. Either one of those, I'm fine. I just want to see something pretty impressive. We, we're looking at the screen. What is that? What what game is that? And then we yeah. get that moment. We go, oh, okay. You know, it's that kind of thing. I'm with you to cheat right now. No, we know we're going to do the end stuff later. I, I, which I don't know if I want to get. I think Halo does deserve to be in the middle. That's the only reason why I'm not saying Halo at first. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's, it's this is the big mystery. I'm curious to see what Miles has to say as far as where he wants to start. But this is the one I'm most stuck on. How do you set this thing off? It's, yeah, it's you, very intriguing. You're trying to come out and set a tone, right? Yeah. So Miles, what what you got, man? I know mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I have the master list. I know exactly Whoa, to the minute when let's every go. single game is being get shown. The top steps. So let's go. Let's. He's like, you're gonna want to tune in from 1408 to 1534. Go ahead and skip 1412 <laughs> to 1415. Nothing there. Um. So I'm I'm really torn. I think Halo would be a great way to kick off the show, for two reasons. Halo has the hype. Halo has the fandom. So Halo fans are going to be stoked. The energy of hardcore Xbox fans to start the show would be high. And then the people who don't really care about Halo, that's out of the way for them. And everything else is like new, interesting ideas. So I'm torn. I want to see either Halo start and be like, this is, here's multiplayer. I'm, I agree 100% with Rand. We're going to see multiplayer as a focus of it. We're going to see um, story elements of the game. They're going to focus on that and they're going to find a way to make Halo Infinite look really, really good. So maybe that's not your full open world Master Chief writing the Warthog. Maybe it's a tighter shot of a story beat and you're like, damn, Halo Infinite does look good. But it's not maybe necessarily the epic Master Chief running over grunts, throwing stuff like that. Maybe it's going to be smaller. But that's what I'm expecting from Halo when they do show it. Yeah. But I'm also expecting fan service. Blood Gulch, baby. I'm, once Blood Gulch hits, if you're starting Ooh. the show, you're opening with that. Once people see Blood Gulch, crowd goes wild. Your camera is not aimed any lower. Mm. Just, just cater to the Halo fans if you're going to kick it off that way. Mm. And then if you're not, Start with a new IP. Start with something fresh, exciting. Yeah. Like give it the mystery nice. intrigue. Nice. Have the, the slow fade from black into yes. this mysterious space. And you're like, Correct. What? What Let's is this? Go. Slam. New IP exclusive to Xbox. Mm. Let's go. And then to wrap up the show, megaton surprise. You have to. Yes. I want the end of this show to be something nobody's even heard any whisper of ding, 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 at ding, all ding. Yep. from any circle anywhere. And as much as, you know, the leakers and people in the community think they know everything, mm -hmm. I imagine Xbox has a couple little nuggets under wraps that they don't want. They don't, unless you're Phil, unless you're the video production team, unless you're on that set, you don't know what this is. And that needs to be the thing that hits because mm -hmm. Project Omen, we, we know about Project Typhoon. There's going to be a lot of really cool stuff, but a lot of it, if you're hardcore in the scene, you kind of know it's going to be there. Yeah. So I want them to end it with something that just has me out of my chair. Let's yeah. wrap it up in a big way. Cool. Get me excited about the future of Xbox. Oh. 
and surprise me. All right, give me a little a little treat. Give me something I no one saw coming. Um, right. And that's where I'm at. Which is about the only thing that uh, Ubisoft did successfully today. No one expected Avatar to be there. Yeah. End of Good the point. show. Yeah, that I honestly had not heard any the the rabbits thing we knew about Riders Republic mm -hmm. a bunch of it we already knew about but that was like oh what's this yeah mm -hmm. ooh okay yeah something yeah. new so let me get these super chats real quick I've been sitting here pompa in the house again will Hellblade two be there tomorrow mm. so I have heard I've heard no um but I want it to be so I don't know if that makes any difference but I guess we'll see what do you guys yes think? no maybe so um. Hellblade 2, if it's there, it's not going to be a big gameplay splash. Right. People should not expect that. Uh, I've heard back and forth a ton on that. I imagine they want to show it in some way. I would love for it to be in-engine or something because we already saw the, you know, yeah. the developer diary. Here's us taking pictures of some environments. Here's yeah. us working on the game. Awesome eh, it was cool for hardcore fans, but didn't show well. Yeah. generally speaking for the game so even if it's just a little slice of something in engine to give me a better idea of this world i'd be fine for that um I, but yeah i'm not expecting like senua battling demons or anything like that yeah i agree think? with that yeah, I, I agree yeah, yeah it's i think hellblade 2 was is now a bigger game than perhaps when it was announced i think they saw the reaction the scale and they are like oh we need to up this moreover um Game Awards is a great time for that, which is, I mean, that's not an original idea, right? Game Awards is a great place to showcase stuff for next year because of the timing, right? It's closer to the end of the year. You've had more time to develop. Theoretically, people are getting back into the studios. So certain games have probably consciously delayed themselves to be showing it at Game Awards or just at another event. Sure. Um, the timing of E3 probably just didn't work out in, in Hellblade 2's favor. Fair enough, fair enough. And then uh, Hassan in the house. Thank you, brother. Hassan hit the like Whoa. button. I, yeah, what he said. Mm -hmm. I like it. So thank you, brother. All right. Dan, you've been quiet, man. Other than dropping bottles and, and who knows what else is going on over there. It's always the same. <laughs> what do you think is going to open the show? What do you think is going to close it? All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> Here's what's going to open the show. It's, they're oh. going to be like, "Hey, play Simulator's out." Oh, go play that. You think they're we'll going to open, gonna open the yes. show, telling you to go gonna, leave gonna, the show and play? I'm going to tell you no because it takes. It's going to be like 200 gig, and it's going to be downloaded. So by the time <laughs> it's over, you're going to prep that download. Yes, you'll have it ready to go assets? right at the end of the show. So I'm going off the the. I like the it. I like it. So I'm I'm going with that. And then they're going to close it with the Forza Horizon 5. If that's the actually real, I have no idea. I hope so. Um, and that's how they'll close it. Starfield and Halo can be in the middle. You know, we all know that that's coming. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's fine. Or they can end with Halo. But I'm going to stick with that mm -hmm. just to be a little bit different. You're giving us something different. That's for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And and the, the, the issue that I take with the whole thing, you know, it's like, yeah, we can look and see what Xbox future is. I've been waiting for that shit for five years. All mm -hmm. right. So that's the only problem I have with this kind of stuff is like, we've been waiting and waiting. And I know everybody always says, Hey, it takes time to develop. I understand that, mm -hmm. but there was a big gap. And regardless of what, you know, Dominus, Ophilus, or whatever his name is. Ophilus. Ophilus. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, I understand how everything works. I just, you know, I just want some games, man. That's what I want. I want some games this year. 
Mm. You know, because the last real first party game I played was probably Gears 5, and it's been forever. And I've just been waiting. It's just a fan that's hungry. It's like looking at Nintendo and going, what have you done for me for, you know, Nintendo's worse. Don't get me wrong. They've, they've destroyed my anything I can, you know. I just, all, right, all right, we've we've had that rant. Move on. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> out to Nintendo. Anyway, I want to see some games. I want to see stuff coming out soon. I don't need to see stuff that's coming out five years from now. You know, we know about it's coming. We know Fable's coming. We know, you know, Perfect what's dark. that one Rare's doing? The... Oh, Everwild. Everwild, right? That's coming. Yeah, there's so much stuff coming. Show me new stuff. You know, Halo's obviously going to be there. Starfield is going to be new. You know, show me what Bethesda's got up their sleeve. All, you know, as many studios as you can show me. Hellblade 2. It's coming. Bethesda, um, or ZeniMax Online, right? They have a new IP they're working on, too, and have been working on for a while, too, that we haven't heard about. There's a ton of stuff, I think. Tons. I want to see what's, what's... soon i guess i don't i don't need to see stuff that's you know we're gonna be playing on the series x2 you know down the road sometime i want to see what's coming out for that i want to see some games that are going to be specifically made for that new console you know that's the stuff i kind of want to see and we're going to get that eventually that might be you know i don't know when it's that that stuff won't be soon i don't think but you know i'm just i'm just tired of waiting i guess as a fan of xbox i'm just tired of waiting Oh yes, that's two. Now, that's wow. if that comes. Yeah, I mean, you can shut the show down after that. You know, it needs to be done. You with can it. shut Xbox down. After that. Right. Yeah. No, it's it, it is what it, I mean. That's that's. We'll see what happens, right? I mean, it, it's. I'm excited to watch it. Was it 90 minutes? Is that what it was? 90 minutes. That's a mm-hmm. lot of time, man. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not do. Summer Game Fest was 90 minutes, but he had you know a bunch of filler that. in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just, and the Valorantes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, but you know, just just show me some games that are coming out within the next year. Let's just say that. I mean, that's probably being generous, but you know, I want to see Compulsion's game. Maybe they open mm. with that. You know, maybe they're like, oh, "Hey, check oh. this out." That's the one I've Look. been waiting for. Yeah, right. Too. That's me my too. hashtag. Just mm. one, right there. I know. Me and right. you talk about that Ooh. all the time. It's yeah. like Compulsion, man. Compulsion. Yeah, I mean, we we could, we could that would be a good thing to learn their name. Facts. I mean, yeah, that was, you know, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. And I want to see stuff, just give me some stuff now. So, you know, Halo is fine, you know, and I I know everybody likes it. I know I'm, I'm just, I just, I'm going to play the single player you version said of it. This year. You Hold can't on. complain. You give me this year now. I don't want right. I don't, I, I don't care because uh, I want to play Halo. All right. I, I I'm hearing this like there's nothing coming out this year talk. Well, I want to see there. the stuff that's coming out this oh, year. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. That's you're what I want to see. All right, I'll feel you. Wait, what do you yeah, think about this Pamba back with the this Hideo Kojima making an appearance? Jesus. Oh, oh, you want the big get hype? You want the big get hype moment? Go. That'd be it. <laughs> Let's spice as long it as up. They here. don't allow him spice to speak it. about being creative. I'm good with it. Only if he comes oh, out with like Jeff Keeley, like on a dog collar. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like if that were the then yes, one hundred percent, I'm all Damn. in on that. So uh, that would be amazing. Oh amazing. Like it's I would bow down. <laughs> Cog, Cog, you see what I'm dealing with? I'm just saying. He out of control. Did the count go up or down on that one? Yeah. <laughs> you listen, Dad, you saved that for the game awards. Bro. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He's, Jeff's already out there. It would be an awkward transition. Oh, this my is, God. This is like, you know, hey, what's Jeff doing? He's nothing. He's done with his stuff. Keely would be like, wait, you coming out for Xbox? I don't know if I can let you on the stage. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
no, man, I'm good. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's what I want to see. Right. That, that's my yeah. That's, huge... that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm well, I confident. Think, I don't know. I think I'm further out than than all you guys because I'm looking here and almost all of you have opened in with Halo, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and then closing with either Halo, Starfield. I honestly believe mm -hmm. that they're going to open with something yeah. brand new that we've never seen. It's going to oh, be okay. that an open. opening kind of black into I forget who someone mm -hmm. just said it. Wow. into a new ip we we kind of question and that mm -hmm. won't surprise me if that leads into here's who's developing it yeah they are now part of xbox game studio fire um, oh. and then i completely agree with miles where i think they're also going to end with a new ip See, that's something what I that need. we weren't yeah. expecting that's what something that will literally get everybody talking mm -hmm. and i know we have this habit we all do all of us xbox fans do of overhyping these damn events yeah we do mm -hmm. it every time never once never once done it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> super <laughs> realistic expectations oh, we do it every time. time every time yeah. we say yeah you know people are like haven't you watched the last few years and every time we're like yeah but this year this year, right. this year gonna be wait the till year. next right. three like, why, why should we and i've asked this before why should we have to temper our expectations why we should we never have to. we should be expecting greatness not only from Xbox, mm. not only from PlayStation, but from everybody. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that every game's gonna land like you know right. a God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2, but you know, we shouldn't have to keep our expectations in check, you know, just so we're not disappointed. Yeah, when it you, actually is shown. I'm on, I'm on that type I'm of time. That's what I'm gonna talk more about Red Dead 2, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, it's fantastic. Boring. Um mm. get him out of here. Time what are you doing? Yo! Yo, the timeout button is real out here. I'm going to do Whatever you on my nerve, I need this. Y'all need this feature. This is high level hosting. Look, immediately, Mr. Bad Take was back in the chat. He's like, okay. Mr. Bad is a great show to be in He agrees with me about Red Dead. Seriously? That's why he's not on the panel. So watch yourself. That's right. Um, oh, man. But no, I, I really do think they're going to end with, um, you know, joking about the hype aside. I, I think they need to end with something people don't expect and something that'll get people talking. They yeah. need this show they to need end. it. I mean, they, they need, need it. it. And we've said that before. I get it. I get it. But this is Xbox and Bethesda now. And I know you said it earlier, Calgary. You might have said it on Xbox 2 yesterday because mm -hmm. I was listening to that earlier. Um, but one of the biggest shows I always got hyped for was Bethesda show. Bro, you know how they gave it up. Yeah. We went to those press conferences, brother. They're awesome Woo! conferences. They talk about a lot of stuff. They have big IPs. Mm. They, you know, they don't always land 100%, but they're good shows. Yeah. And, and uh, I just think the expectation of 90 minutes, now Xbox and Bethesda, knowing the year, knowing what Xbox has done, knowing they're leading... You don't set an expectation with Phil and Satya that they're all in on gaming and then come out with a crappy show two days later. That's what you I'm just at, don't do bro. that. I'm with so you. they they've gotta they've gotta hit this out of the park. They just have yeah. to. No, I'm um, with you. And so anyway, the leading, I think they open with something new, they close mm -hmm. with something new. Okay. And we get all the expectations in the middle. I'll be fine. The, fine. The seven minutes of Halo Infinite in the middle, mm -hmm. right? We're good. And Miles, I think you said it for Halo, everything we're hearing is multiplayer, right? But it won't surprise me what they, in my opinion, and Luke, I know you, I think you and I are on the same page as this, uh, Miles, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but the issue with Halo 5 was obviously not the multiplayer, right? It's the narrative. It's the story. Yes, yes. So you have the characters. Chief is a goddamn global icon, right? Why you ever designed Halo 5 to move away from him, I don't know. Slap that person, send them on their way, get back to Chief. 
but you have chief you have arbiter you have mm -hmm. all these iconic halo characters if you're gonna show halo and you're gonna show multiplayer that's great trust me mm -hmm. i'm in with you give us 90 seconds or two minute trailer of narrative i would show love chief that yeah, yeah I would love that. how sorry. they're gonna get to cortana yes have arbiter next to him He's got the yep. best voice in video games. Mm. What the, what's I forget the actor's name? David, but he's, David Keith. No. Yeah, David. David. Keith. Okay. Is that right? Or Keith David. No, David. Keith. David. 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 Whatever. You know what I'm talking Keith, about. Yeah. Put set the narrative tone. Yes. So that you. you know that this Halo is not only going to deliver this incredible multiplayer experience that you just mm -hmm. highlighted. Yep. But that hey, we understood. We missed the beat with Halo Five. Chief is here. He's yes. focused. Here's what we're doing. That's what mm -hmm. they need to do. Right Tease now. the flood. Yeah. Oh, man, with all that, bro. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. No, I, I like your approach because, um, you know, I forgot to, to say my end, but I, I agree with you and Miles. Like, I, I want the end to be something new. I also want the end of it to be graphically impressive. I think one thing that uh, Series X, I've, I don't say struggled, but I feel like, you know, outside of like Hive Busters and some select moments where you really get to see graphical fidelity from the console, we get to see what developers can do. So whatever they show at the end, I want this thing to kind of be like a jaw dropper, like, wow, did you see how that looks? Like, yeah. it's super impressive. And, and to get to walk away from that with so much anticipation. To Dan's point, because I know he's, he's frustrated, he wants, he wants stuff this year, and mm. I, I feel him on that, I feel him on that. I think also I don't want to understate, you know, the Game Pass presence. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think them attaching their name to like we see for the the Back for Blood and stuff like that, but more big anticipated titles that may come re release this year that are now seemingly feeling like they're going to be synonymous with with Game Pass. I think that's huge. The publishing stuff. I'm really looking forward to. That. I think people are really understating that. So I'm hype about that. And the main thing, they just gotta present well. You know what I'm saying? One thing I about, heard you say that yesterday, and I, bro, I was literally nodding my head while I was listening to you say it. 100%. Just, that's all I want because at the end of the day, like sometimes Microsoft, I feel, has these great games and they don't always showcase them in the best light. Yeah. I even remember with Gears 5 last time, we didn't really get, we got like a multiplayer reveal and then we didn't get like, we saw like Kate's face morphing, but we didn't get to see like a narrative be. And that game was so cool. Like Gears ended up coming out being a really solid game, but I yeah, just felt like game. it didn't showcase right with the narrative. So I'm with you with Halo on the narrative. Like, what is Chief doing? What's the you know the motivation? What's going on? Like a little, just a little bit. You ain't got to give a whole gameplay thing away. Yeah, just, just set, the tone. set the tone. Set the tone. The main thing is pre presentation. No cheesiness, no goofiness, no too many personalities, unless it's an announcement, but then get the pacing right in and out. Game, 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 game. Uh, we have to make it more about the presentation of games than personalities. And yeah. I think if they do that and showcase well, because that I always say Sony does fantastic. You see Horizon Forbidden West, developer comes out, says something brief, and then they just go. Right. You just want them to go let the game speak for itself. And if they do that, and that's what I'm hoping, like you said, Ains, with the Bethesda acquisition, with the Bethesda influence, we know how they know how to present. One thing about Bethesda, they get their fans up excited in a frenzy. Right. So the fact that they're making the conference synonymous, the Microsoft Bethesda conference gives me hope. That hey, they 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 got they're pulling out the stops. They're gonna be something exciting. And um, to to your last point, 
I'm with you completely, Ains. You don't you don't get out with Sacha and Phil before a show to talk about your commitment to gaming to not demonstrate your commitment to gaming. <laughs> so you, you got to come out there, man. And that's where I really believe in the acquisition talk. Look, I'm excited, man. I, I think they they like it, it's for them to mess up because at the end of the day, the, the pieces are there. Everything's just, there. Yeah, they just gotta organize it, present it correctly, and I think Xbox fans will be fine and be, Yo, and be excited if, for the future. If this 90 minutes doesn't pop off, I'm literally sending miles their way so that he can create the video. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because you've got all the pieces here. Just let him yeah. put it together. You guys don't know what the hell you're doing if you can't put this <laughs> Bro, let my, Miles got me hype. He's getting me <laughs> the black. He had the time stamps. I was you. ready, bro. Telling you, you got all the if you have all of these pieces we've mm -hmm. talked about for 90 minutes now and you can't create Mm -hmm. a good 90 minute show seriously just get out of production go Facts. find a different career right. and let my xbox get someone else in there because yeah. this should be easy should be a cake slam dunk that's a layup let's go yeah by the way uh shout out to uh my boy elliot direct gaming what's up big crush this is our sg writer who's in australia so i think it is like i don't know what time it is on the other side of the world man it's like a 14 hour difference or something mm -hmm. so, but what's up buddy? good to see you <clears throat> all right all kinds of chat popping off all right guys so we've talked about kind of all those key things. Dan, you know, one thing I, I was looking at as you were talking about, like, coming this year. So we've got Psychonauts 2 we didn't mention, right? Perfect. And that's obviously a far bigger game than was originally planned, it seems like. So that could be a, a big hit, you know, if you enjoy that type of game, obviously. Uh, we obviously know the Ascent's coming July 29th. Um, we know Halo's coming. And if everything's to be, be believed, right, we are going to get back for blood in Xbox Game Pass in October. Big. And we're also going to get Forza Horizon mm -hmm. 5 this year. So yes. even right there, you've got some pretty damn strong that's a, titles. That's a holiday right there. Holiday. Yeah, finishing up the year. Yeah. I mean, you know how much time we put into Horizon 5. Mm -hmm. I want him to get started on Halo. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, right there alone. Never mind anything else they surprise us with. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but I, I got excited about him with Cog on the panel too, because I know he's right there. Is, uh, you know, there are a lot of swirling as of yesterday about Outer Worlds too. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that is, that's been making the rounds. There's um, we Maybe. talked about that in our uh, kind of expectations video as well. That you know, it sounds again, sounds like nothing's official until it's official. But it sounds like Obsidian's going to be showing up in a big way at E3. Yeah. So, Ooh, um, yeah, Outer Worlds too. Obsidian is there in Somniac, mm. I swear, yes, man. I love Obsidian. Oh my god, I love them. Was, and I, I hope we see something for Grounded as well. Like, I don't know how far out they are from 1.0. But it would be cool to have like 1.0 of Grounded in, in the slate as well. Mm -hmm. um, I expected something from the Grounded team. And then I'm sure we'll get updates for stuff like Sea of Thieves too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. No, which I wish it is. I think um, is, is, is the potential is there, you know, for, for our Outer Worlds who possibly, you know, we know that they, um, obviously we, I've had the devs on on our Iron Lost podcast and, you know, they, they, they finished up as far as uh, f tremendous DLC, Bernard Arredondos. But yeah. the relationship... Bro, you owe it to yourself. That's some who done it vibes with <laughs> just a completely different style of game. Very colorful, very quirky, and you gotta play it for the frame break uh, upgrade alone. Like that, it's, that's it's one of the best it. DLCs I've played in the last two so, years. My man, dude, it's that go. good. It's that good. But wow, yeah, like okay. the the thing is, we know the relationship with Private Division. You know that's up now. So you know, shout out to making in the team and the narrative you know, writers over there. Like 
I, I, they, there's a possibility they, they could be, you know, they seem to have multiple projects going on. You know, one thing about them, there's a lot of things cooking in that studio. And I, I'm with you. I think they are the most underrated acquisition. And uh, until the before the Bethesda thing announcement, the ZFX announcement, they to me, I was like, that's the studio to watch. Yes. No disrespect to anybody else. Ninja Theory's fire, Playground, everyone else is fire. But they, they seem the most prepared at the time of acquisition to continue to, to have stuff yeah. ready to go. You know what I mean? We saw ground. They gave me that classic Bioware vibe. Yes. The, that, the RPGs that we, you know what I'm saying? You know, we know where we going. With Mass that. Effect ones. You know what I mean? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he had to throw it in. He had to throw it in. <laughs> Salute. No, no, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. Yeah, man. I am absolutely pumped for tomorrow. I can't mm -hmm. wait. So, Ooh. guys, we'll leave it as this. Anything... Mm -hmm thinking about this show and everything we've talked about anything you haven't touched on you want to see obviously you know mine is banjo i'll leave it alone ah. i'll leave it alone but i do agree with jez and nick yesterday on xbox 2 saying banjo is underutilized and they should be capitalizing on his popularity 100 um, percent it is time <laughs> thank you thank you as you know, completely agree. It doesn't have to be this huge AAA game. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. You don't have to put playground games on it. But you have an icon here uh, that represents an audience that you don't really necessarily capture very well. Uh, there's a reason he's in Smash Brothers. There's a reason people went nuts when they saw him. Uh, should have that game should have been ready to go. It should have been a, a cross marketing deal. But even if you give the remaster, have it ready to go. And just gauge interest. If you if you're unsure to commit, gauge interest. But it, it, I feel like Nintendo completely benefited from all of that. Yeah. With Microsoft comes CIP, like I, I I'd be willing to bet that a percentage. I'm not going to throw a percentage, but mm -hmm. some people who play Switch and play Smash Brothers and use Banjo don't even realize that that's an Xbox. Box. Absolutely, oh, no, absolutely, yeah, 100. Same with Fortnite. Same with Fortnite for Chief. Right, which is That's, even crazier. They're like the guy from stuff. Fortnite got his own game. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's battling some guy named Craig. You didn't hear about it? <laughs> yeah. That's it, my it guy is. inside when someone but, tells me. But that my point stands right. Like it's an icon, and and like you were just saying, all you even had to do was take the first game, remaster it, bring it up with modern controls, modern cartoony graphics, let people reignite that love or discover it. Um, and then you can gauge interest to see if you want to invest in the whole game. But just to not use Banjo at all in any way makes no sense. And and almost the same for Conquer. I know a lot of people, it was even in the chat earlier, people saying they'd rather see Conquer. And I get that. Um, I, I think you could do something with both of them and so, to some degree. But um, just Banjo is bigger than I think people realize the love for that franchise for god's sakes they're still making stat first four figures is still making statues of yeah. banjo and the characters from it and they sell out like that like it, it makes no sense to me it's real so maybe they need to buy some more studios <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to see some more third-party games announced i mean like that are coming day and date yes game, game pass, pass. i'm yeah. telling people that's that's that's, right. that's yeah. one of the keys i think to it continue to expand you know because you know we always say and we said earlier you know the games are coming for the first party stuff but you know give me some of those third party stuff give me the mlb give me the the I outriders back for blood was supposed to and be back one for of blood. those big announcements and yeah got yeah yeah. Today. yeah yeah that's 
oops in the video description of the premiere. Oops. Yeah, oops. Yeah. Does that. oops. So if, yeah. if anyone listening is not aware, they basically uploaded a video that's going live in two days for Back for Blood, but in the description, it literally <laughs> says launching on Xbox Game Pass. So that was supposed to be safe for tomorrow, but we right. pretty much know that's coming. But Dan, then, your your point is very valid for sure. Yeah, and maybe and maybe Battlefield does come to Game Pass still. You know, I mean, I know everybody's calling. You know, oh, it's ten percent off with Game Pass. So with everything else in Game Pass, so that's EA Play just, though. That's just it's the same on PlayStation. Well, right, but you know, I mean, it's ten percent off. I mean, your games are ten percent off now. You know, I mean, they're, I mean. The, yeah. So maybe it does. Maybe it does. You know, I'm still hoping it does. So. We'll see what happens, man. Slap them. I think Battlefield, there was a lot of conversations around Battlefield coming in a Game Pass. People wanted it. It made sense. As soon as I saw that Back for Blood was confirmed, or not, it's not confirmed yet, but pretty much confirmed. Yeah. I don't think they're going to put two big AAA games like Back for Blood and Battlefield into Game Pass the same month. Yeah, as, yeah that's as, true. As amazing as that would be, I'm I'm just gonna be grateful for my 10 hour trial and then yeah, go from there. Bill Bowles, I'm with you because um at first I was like, man, it's a slam dunk, right? Put that thing in game pass, get that engagement. Then the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, EA's gonna want to milk this thing a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, and I was like, most likely, like you said, it'll be in game, it'll be in you know that that trial, like how EA play used to do before they were merged completely into uh, Game Pass, which would be that 10-hour trial. You get it, access maybe like a week early, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then my prediction is maybe second or second next DL, big DLC or something like that. Then we may get an, a Game Pass announcement. But to your point, EA, I think, knows the value of this thing. And they got it. They want those pre-orders. They want it. You know what I mean? They want to cash I, out. I want that the $70 thing, though, a pop. Yeah, yes. that, that, but that's the thing. Like, do you gain more by putting it in Game Pass? Because you're getting more people into the game. You're getting more engagement, which is what they're going to make their money off of. Right. So you sacrifice right. that $70 right. or potentially triple that or you. you know something down the road. So, and I mean, EA is kind of backward thinking. Right. right, exactly. So, I mean, you're, you're looking at a way, you know, like you, I think you tweeted it out, Ainsley, where it's kind of a backwards thinking nowadays. Five years mm-hmm. ago, I would have agreed with you, Cog. Mm-hmm. You got to get that initial investment. From the from the gamers now you don't have to you know necessarily you're still going to get that to some extent you know with say PlayStation or you know and even Xbox and and and, and PC you know but I just think they could make probably a ton more we get more hands on it and you can you can see you know we talked about it earlier MLB 21 you know I mean I, I can't even imagine how much more they've made putting that on game pass as opposed to just throwing it on the Xbox, you know, I mean, it, they, you got to kind of, you know, it's a different kind of marketing nowadays. It's a different I'm, kind of market. I'm, with all, I I'm with all that. Everything yeah. you said is common sense. I, I again, I just say it's EA though. Right. That's yeah. the problem. Like what are they yeah. thinking? It's EA. They just, been, they've been known, man. I, I, oh, I, I know. Guess, you know, the question to me becomes down, like how big was the bag they would want? Right up front from Microsoft to commit to that. Right. I think that's what it comes down in the ballroom. But everything you said makes perfect sense. Like it, it is upfront engagement, upfront user base. You already got the microtransaction model. You already got the battle pass, season pass model. Yeah. So that if they were in there, you're going to get that money. You've seen the examples. 
but it's EA. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing stopping Like I said, in, in that tweet you referenced, which, by the way, my random Battlefield tweet mm -hmm. was the most liked tweet I've ever posted on Twitter. What did you say? I, I missed it. I missed it. What did you say? Uh, basically what Dan just said. I basically said that no campaign, no Battle Royale, $70, and a $50 year one pass. Facts. Um, just seems say. like outdated thinking in 2021. When I you agree. look at Fortnite, I when agree. you look at Warzone, when you look at Apex, and when mm -hmm. you look at Halo, is going free to play multiplayer. Yep. Um, it just seems like outdated thinking. That's all I said. It, it oh, no, no. I agree. That, that's why I feel it's the perfect model for Game Pass. It, it, it makes perfect sense to throw it in there. But it'd be interesting. I am, you know, all this being said, you know, I am looking forward to the to the gameplay reveal. They did say it was going to be on the Microsoft stage. You know, I'm a Battlefield guy. I like Battlefield in a modern setting. I think it yeah. it showed phenomenal. I mm -hmm. like my little gimmicky, levolution-y kind of things and tornadoes and people jumping out planes and rocket launches. <laughs> I like all that for because yeah. I'm about yeah. signing up, you know, ro rolling with the squad, playing Conquest mode. Yeah, I'm all about it. So I'm curious to see how it plays. But yeah, I'm holding, I mean, Pie in the sky, then I'm with brother. If they say Game Pass in any way, I, I'm gonna go crazy because I think it's perfect for it. I'm just oh, trying yeah. to temper my expectation only on that because I just, I, I, oh, you're, you're probably right. It yeah. gets in the way, man. Get in the way sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah. All's right. Know, I still am all in. Don't get me wrong. I'm still buying. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm in. I'm day right. one. Yeah, I'm day one. Oh yeah, I've I've been complaining I'm, about the seventy dollar price. Yeah, I've been, I've been in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Another. Yeah, Here's the thing though. I, I've noticed my. I mean, I buy everything. But now, you know, when I see these games like Outriders, like MLB coming to Game Pass, it's changed the way I look at getting games. Yes. Biomutant was another one where I was like, man, I hope it comes to Game Pass because I'm kind of like. But it I'm got a nine. Right? You got a nine. <laughs> you do it I'll to yourself. click the button. You do it to yourself. I got yourself. it right here. I mean, yeah, I mean, you keep doing this. But yeah, I mean, it's, so it's, it's kind of changed the way I'm purchasing <laughs> stuff because <laughs> I'm seeing, you know, I'm still continuing to want it that value. Not. You know, mm -hmm. and you know, I, so now I kind of, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe it'll eventually come to there. You know, I've got there's so much other stuff that I don't yeah. have to get stuff day one. I don't have FOMO. I don't have you know all that yeah, stuff. There's point. certain games that are going to 100% mm -hmm. be day one games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just so much different, especially with a multiplayer game where I don't play very much. Right. So it, it would be the perfect game for me because I love Battlefield too. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I don't know if I want to jump yeah. in at 70. And, and a year ago, I would have said, "Yeah, I'm getting it for sure." Okay, here's now the thing: different. You're, you're on fire because at the end of the day, you know, at some point, because of the EA relationship, it's right. going to be in Game Pass. At 100%. some point, it, that it's the perfect. So you have the luxury with this model. Say, so you know what? It looks fire. You know, maybe I respect anybody that says, "Look, it ain't no campaign, seventy dollars. I'm not doing it." But you have the luxury of so many games and game passes, all these things. And then, you know, at some point, because I've seen I've been in that scenario you mentioned where it's like, damn, I really want it. But is it on my priority because of these other games right now? You know what? Right. I can wait. And then, sometimes I've benefited greatly, especially Bethesda's catalog and Doom. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm so glad I waited. That bad <laughs> boy came to game pass. I feel like I got it for free. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes. So, so there, there is value and patience with the game pass model. There is. Value. And the games are better. They're objectively better than when they launch. Almost mm -hmm. all of the AAAs Good are point. better than when they launched. Good right. point. And that's, and that's exactly why I'm looking at it like that. Because I bought Doom a week before it was announced <laughs> that it was coming to Game Pass before all the Bethesda stuff happened. Mm -hmm. So it was like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
because it's that was one of those games where it's like, oh, I want to try it out. You know, it's on sale for thirty bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then if I would have just had a little bit of patience, yeah. it'd been all right. But yeah. it, you know, I, at the end of the day, I mean, that's you know, we talked about what's going to be there. I mean, Game Pass is going to be like heavily. I, that, that would be the one prediction that I'm pretty confident about. That that's all they're going to talk about. You know, I mean, I mean, well. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and and the fact that it's competing, like Ain said, with Halo and Warzone and all that other stuff, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be a tough sell for some people. I think Battlefield is. So that's why I'm still crossing my fingers. That's mm-hmm. probably my pie in the sky. Would you please still be there? Imagine, you know, will it into existence? Yeah. Sorry, Miles. I said, will it into existence? Yeah, right, right. I'm trying, man. Um, so before I forget, in the chat, and I see a bunch of everyone's still with us. So um, uh, X Buds, I don't know if you're still in the chat, man, but congrats, you've won the three months of Xbox nice. Game Pass Ultimate. Hit me up, DM me, brother. I'll get, I'll get you the code. Um, well, shit, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I don't know. Battlefield either. Game Pass. Yeah, Battlefield. Thank okay. you. So Battlefield has not launched well. Uh, in I mean. I can't remember the last Battlefield that launched without issues. They have UI right, problems, well, yeah. they have server problems, they have connectivity problems. Uh, there's just a lot of issues with those games. So can you imagine in a fall where Warzone's already passed 100 million players, Yeah, Fortnite's been crushing it with the licensing, Yeah, Halo, after six years, is coming back. Yeah, All expectations are it's going to be brilliant. And you know damn well Xbox and Microsoft will have that game ready to roll at launch, mm-hmm. server-wise. Um, free to play, by the way. Call mm-hmm. of Duty has their new Call of Duty entry coming and a Warzone update coming at the same yeah. time this fall with a World War II map. Can you imagine if people go out and spend $70 on Battlefield and it's broken on day one? I'm telling you that the sky's going to fall out from them. I'm telling you. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. And, and, There's a lot of problems. And I say this, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to pre-order it. I'm not harping on Battlefield. I want it to be amazing. I love Battlefield. So... I'm over the moon for it, but if they come out with the problems they always have, oh, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a problem. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. There's a lot of a lot of pressure and a lot of competition in the space. So yeah, they they've got to nail it. No, you 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 win it, man. You you're on fire. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be crazy. interesting. But man, we've been we've been going for a while. So let me ask this final question to everyone, and because uh, mm-hmm. we're not going to uh, we're not going to call get over here and go five hours. I promise. Oh, so I'm ready. I thought we was at the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was halftime. We just go you know, tag back. Everyone, in. take five. We'll be back. No. The Iron Lords have that stand that podcast stamina. I swear <laughs> they, they do. Going. Yeah, have you it's seen Luke? Com- Luke is dying over there. Poor right Luke now. is dying. I'm He's slowly like, falling out of his chair. <laughs> You can see the blood sugar crash. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. I, I see it. It's always funny when I podcast nope, nope, because I'm I do good. see it at certain points. He point. said one sentence in the last half hour. <laughs> uh, I'm awake and I'm here and I'm alert. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we weren't going to cover all the other ones. You got Square Enix coming, right? We've got mm-hmm. Capcom. We've got 2K. You've got all these other conferences still to happen. You got Nintendo. Um, what outside of xbox and bethesda or anything else that we didn't touch on what other thing are you hoping to see over the next few days that uh you could get excited about if anything i want, I want the x dong you want the x, x dong yeah, the dongle the yeah, I was like, what? like that's gonna be like oh man the reason why is because i want because that would be the ultimate name for the xbox you're, dongle you're that it will eventually come out dong the this triple X dong. The triple dong. Whatever it's called. <laughs> That's what I want. I mean, I want to, like, I would buy that where I don't need it. 
Uh, but you know, you, you know, don't need I, it. You just want that dong. I, I want oh the X dong. Like, you, you can come out and announce this stuff because they, they 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 hinted at it, right? We're gonna get we're gonna get you know oh, the, the app on TVs, I, you know. But we're also getting a dongle. Don't ever so, make fun of me about anything ever yeah. again. If it comes out and it's the X dong, I'm calling Phil. And I'm gonna be like, listen, I want my money, dude. Dan, was- Dan has been preaching about X Dong in the DM. I have. Oh, oh, okay, okay. If that if that happens, I will give you any amount of money you want. <laughs> if Microsoft comes out on stage and like, we've partnered with so and so to make a device easy to access Game Pass anywhere and on any display. Dude. Introducing the X Dong. <laughs> Yo. I mean, I'm on it. Like I'll order five of them today. Oh my god! Yeah. What just happened? <laughs> oh. That's right. See, yeah, Xbox knows what's up. He sold on it already. Sold. <laughs> there you go. That's my. That's my. That's my wish. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Xbox said sold. Oh. Hashtag dongle bros. Dongle bro, man. <laughs> For me, it's probably I want to see Square. Square Enix is doing something, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow I want to see well. what's. Yeah, I want to see what's going on with them. They got some IPs I'm very curious about. You know, also I want to see um who I, I think they're like in a fun position between uh Microsoft and uh, and Sony with like exclusivity and game pass deals. So I feel like they have IPs that people really want to kind of throw money at. And I want to see where things go there. You, For you me, think they're gonna highlight Final Fantasy 16. How interested are you in the modern one? Not too much, bro, to be yeah, honest. Not, I'm not there, you know. I, I, it would be dope if they give you six some love, man. You know what I'm saying? It'd be dope, you know. Never gonna get it, man. That's like Splinter Cell. Just yeah, yeah, it's like they just trolling, right? At this point. <laughs> so it's like, but the other thing is the rumored, uh, I'm such an XCOM fanboy. Yeah. So when that rumor lit leak about Marvel and uh, I, I go for I know a lot of people may have rolled their eyes, but I'm like, oh, I gotta see how this that is one gonna seems be. like it has validity, man. I really yeah. And yeah, shout out to them. We had um for access and those guys on before, and um, I, I again to me they're the I'm a I'm more of a turn based guy than an RTS guy. T- turn based is my heart. And XCOM to me is the pinnacle. So I I, I kind of want to see what they do with with the. And I'm a Marvel guy. So I kind of want to see what these mer- these worlds merge and how they pull it off and you know narratively kind of thing. So that's the rumor that I'm I'm dying to see if we you know don't get the eventual XCOM three or whatever it is because I, I still feel War of the Chosen is arguably one of the most underrated games of the gen. I mean, if you're in the tournament, I think it's it's premium content. It, it's it's super good. So yeah, that that's the that's those are the two that I want to say. Of course, Nintendo. We got to see what Nintendo does. You yeah, know, of course, do, you know, they said forty minutes. Forty minutes. Yeah, I want to see because the, the rumor mm-hmm. if if Big Link come outside with that Breath of the Wild too, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And nobody want to smoke Big Link. He come outside. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard for people to put their release dates around him and then and the new my, Switch. Uh, I'm gonna just shut up because I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about that. You're gonna keep yeah. your breath of the way. He'll kick you off the panel if you sit yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm like, I mean, he got the he got the button I, on me right now. I mean, I'll be excited for that game if they come out and it's nothing like the first one. Oh my god, oh, no, what are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? for the sake of Luke's hunger. Don't try and make Luke feel better. All right? That's right. That's it's my turn to talk. That's right. Thank you, Dano. <laughs> Thank you. Tell you what, Luke Lore is looking forward to tomorrow. That's I true. really want to see what they got for War for Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I really am curious because I mean, my band Black Panther is not in any games yeah. mainstream. Uh, more more people X- are playing Biomutant than they are Avengers. Oh, I, he's he's right. He's right about that. Though. You can't play that one. 
Okay. Don't find that at all. Um, but it's the only AAA superhero game we got right now, and Black Panther's coming to it. So I'm I'm looking forward to that part of the Square Enix. Black Panther and Spider Man are our big additions, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this that's make or break for that game. That's their taking King or Bust. Really, yes. I agree. The yeah. game's out if if it's not. Um, but uh, I would love to see. I would love to see. Uh, well, I want to say EA is not until July, but Titanfall three I've talked about. I would love to see Microsoft land a superhero IP. Black Panther fits very well, but a superhero IP um, that they can call their own somehow, some way. Okay. Uh, and, and more than anything, it's about what we don't know that I'm excited about for tomorrow. Yeah. It's about what yeah. we don't know. Facts. Yeah, that, uh, that's honestly why I'm trying to avoid some of the stuff that's circulating because yeah. I do like being surprised, right? It sucks when you kind of know everything that's coming ahead of time. Yeah, it, it is fun to have some sort of mystery to it. There is a leak. I forget the name. It's got some weird name to it, but there's... So far, everything they've put on the list has been shown so far. Ooh. So there is a leak making the rounds, especially for the Ubisoft stuff. That yeah. entire Ubisoft thing, except for Avatar, interesting and interestingly Ooh. enough, everything in the Ubisoft outside of Avatar was on this list. Yeah, I like um, that. So just stay off Reddit if you if yeah. you want to have yes. some surprise. I've been trying to like not say anything that hasn't already been out, um, but. I want to see what Capcom's cooking up. They have a showcase. They've kind of detailed everything they're going to be showing, so I'm not expecting anything too yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. If we could see the Resident Evil 4 remake, if we yes. could see the next Resident Evil. Mm. But Resident Evil Village was on their list, which is interesting because I kind of wasn't expecting DLC for it. But Me too. Oh. I've beaten that shit like seven times, so I will go back <laughs> to any content they add. I'm ready for it. Square, I wish Rand was here because... It sounds like Team Ninja is going to be making a Final Fantasy Souls-like. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be there for it. Day one. Final Fantasy turn-based. Yeah. I'm sleeping. Final <laughs> Fantasy Souls-like. Okay. Then you woke okay. up. You woke up. Okay. 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 Uh, and then Nintendo, obviously. I know last time I was on, we just dunked on Nintendo for a while. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited. 40 minutes of Nintendo is a lot. They normally keep it really tight, really short. So 40 minutes... That makes me feel like they have some cool stuff to show. I have to think they're going to spend at least ten on Breath of the Wild two and all. Breath of the Wild right? two. Oh, no. I don't. The Switch Pro. The, where I'm at with Nintendo right now. I love Nintendo. I want to play Breath of the Wild two. Mm -hmm. I better be able to play it on the Switch Pro. Yeah, no facts. I don't even care if it's 720p, but yeah, please yeah, give me 60 fps. Give me the 60. Yeah, please. A little DLSS, was, you know, whatever y'all was doing. And you can at least display higher if you're docked, right, on a TV. Yeah, mm -hmm. yes, because I booted up Breath of the Wild uh, a few weeks ago to, like, dive back in, and I was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. He <laughs> said, oh, no. Four oh, years no. ago. Four, I did that every time. Years I ago, I was like, man, let's go. It. I didn't care. I didn't give a damn how it looked, didn't have give a damn how it performed, and now I'm one of those fucking guys who's like, oh, it's not 60? No, thank you. Yes, oh, you got boosted now. You got boosted and it sucks. I didn't used to be that guy. But next gen, next gen. I uh, hate that I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm like, oh, does it, 30. So I turned on, I'm playing Ratchet and Clank, which is amazing, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's default in quality mode, which is the ray tracing 4K, but it's 30, right? Mm -hmm. And I played it for about two minutes, turned side to side, and you can see that kind of camera judder, you know, when you turn. Yeah. I switched it to the performance quality mode, which is mm -hmm. the 60 FPS high resolution, no ray tracing. Yeah. And I was like, yep. I'm done. I'm never going back to quality mode. Like yep. it's not even, it can't do it anymore. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. I feel you. 30 Rubbish. FPS makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> that 60 hit can't different, it. bro. It do. Can't do it. By the way, Diego just called out the, the, what would instantly be my favorite game of the show, which is 
mature triple a give me a punisher game from oh let's go bc now now we're cooking up some ideas now we're getting somewhere give do punisher justice man come on and i'm not like the chump who's on the netflix show i mean real justice whoa i hurt you dude what's going on yeah hashtag not my punisher that's yeah. oh. John Barenthal. Oh. Are you gonna you gonna oh, you going no. for Thomas Jane's ver- You know what? No, yeah. I'm, hungry. Thomas- I'm hungry. <laughs> I didn't I'm even say Thomas Jane. Shane. I didn't say Thomas Jane, did I? Mm-mm. You just no, went he's there. A, see? He's a Thomas that likes Nicholas Cage. Who do you want? <laughs> Who's gonna make you happy? Look, not not wow. whoever the midget is playing him right now. Oh That's my, give me! Oh man, damn. <laughs> I can't. Mm. I can't. Savage. That's just just now my my ex dong thing seems <laughs> <laughs> This is great. Uh, I've never caught. Look, I've never seen that. I've never seen that dude like that. That I'm a hungry guy. He could not intimidate me if he was face to face with me. I'd be looking at him like this, <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" That he's, is not Punisher. He's Stop kind of a dumb dumb, but I mean, he's he's all right. No, he's not. He's not. He, yeah. No, as a guy and as an actor, he's fine. I have no problem with him. He's just not Punisher. Uh-huh. He just called uh-huh. him a midget. <laughs> <laughs> he said a classic line in that. Punisher supposed to be intimidating. That dude is not intimidating. Do you think he's intimidating? He said, "I get him down." Put no, I want to hear. So I hear. I want to hear one of you say John Barthol's intimidating as Punisher. No, we don't. I mean, dude, the prison scene, the prison sequence. Fire. Punisher, one of the greatest sequences. That dude was ruthless. That the dude was rooftop murdering. Mm-hmm. Devil yeah. That's right. They have great technology and camera right? angles. Oh, oh, my. oh, get out. Are you going to square up with John Barenthal? Yeah, that's now? what I'm saying, Ames. <laughs> you doing? kidding me right now? What are we oh. doing, Ames? <laughs> He's 170 pounds, guys. Oh, I think camera angles make a hero. That's yeah. all about that lean Robert muscle, bro. Or someone you can't square up to? Give me oh a break. My God. You, you foul, bro. You no, guys are out of control, man. Oh You've been watching TV too long. <laughs> Cog, you know what I'm talking about. I Come know on. what you're talking about, but it's like at some point, like artistic, you know, you sometimes you, you got to make some concessions if the guy is the guy for the role. I, I you know what I'm saying? Get. But I feel we're, you. We're like, way off topic anyway. But no, no, no. You, you can't, King is that way. He with with the dude that plays Wolverine. He feels that he's too tall. You know what I'm saying? So he's like you. The he opposite, technically right? is. Yeah. Yeah. He so he's a, he's a you're a purist, and yes. you want the physicality to match the character mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I get I get it. Yeah, I'm okay. literally. I've got a note to King's credit. I got a Punisher mm-hmm. statue right there, literally yeah. to my right. No, he's and a he's a closer dude. I feel you. He's supposed to be a big strong. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> he's like, I'm leaving alone. I'm done. I'm leaving alone. Too far. Too far. <laughs> See, look, Dan Lazaro, super chat punisher started crying and I turned it off. Two dollars <laughs> super chat. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh man. All right. I just want to say that performance was absolutely fire. I have no complaints to John Barenthal. <laughs> I do you. not Same. condone any of this. Same. This nonsense. Same. He was awesome in that role. <laughs> he was awesome in that role. Like, I do not associate with anything that has been said. Over exactly. Life. So was Charlie Cox and game. Michael Coulter and, oh my, uh, Ritter, Chris mm-hmm. Ritter. All of them, except for the gun put iron fist, were yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we're we can go iron fist all in the bushes. They don't have to bring right. Yeah, dude's not even a martial artist, man. That's the dude I hate. Yeah, fact. Right, he's not even a martial artist. I can tell, like, dude, your sidekicks off. Like this. 
go some witch. Oh, oh, so now now form fitting the characters matters. Oh, my <laughs> oh ability. No. We got I want to see the, the throwdown, the 2v2 tag team Luke and Ains versus Iron Fist and Punisher. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> first, yeah, you, first of all, that'd be awesome. I would yeah. love that. That'd be amazing. It'd be it. an just, honor just to, to fight John Byrne. We just saw a fake fight go eight rounds for 30 million. <laughs> no, I'll go watch it. Y'all want to see a fake fight? Look at Lamar oh. Odom knocking out Aaron Not Carter. Do, yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. My God. Oh, all right, all right, all right. All right, okay. Robert, bring us back. Someone bring us back, please. What are we even talking about now? What? Oh, no. I blame the Dale Pinero. He threw us off. I blame it. I blame it. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. I can't wait for tomorrow's ILP and Xbox Showcase. Salute to Lord Cognito. Always keep it gaming. Lucius, Hello, thank you bro. for $5. Super so Appreciate it. Asa in the house from Game On. What's going on? Oh, all right, guys, let's wrap it up. Let's, let's in all seriousness, wrap yeah. it up. Anything else top of mind before we close out, guys, for the rest of the E3 weekend? Nope, I'm good. X Dong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's go ahead and get this wrapped up. This has been one hell of a show. I don't know why I took it off of uh, on a Punisher side tangent there at the end, but we're all right. So, Luke, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, guy who's going to get put in the brig every time he brings in my review. <laughs> What's happening, man? Where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Insipid Ghost. You can find me uh, uh, hosting the Xbox Expansion Pass on all your podcast services, including YouTube, which I appreciate uh, all of you guys checking it out. Uh, tomorrow's XEP will be featuring one Miles Dompierre, which Ooh. I'm very excited about. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be uh, a great Miles one. Miles on world tour right now. That's right. Making the rounds, baby. That's right. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm honored and privileged to have been here with you guys today. Uh, thank you for having me, and to anybody else, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of E3. There you go, Miles. Sounds like you'll be on XEP tomorrow, host of Windows Central Gaming. You guys are doing a live show tomorrow, right? Yeah, um, we are. We're we're dabbling. Um, yeah, trying to you know expand a little bit on the Windows Central stuff. So I'll be uh, doing a little live reaction. We're doing a pre-show. We're gonna do a live reaction, and we're gonna do a post-show kind of analysis. Nice breaking down what Xbox did if they moved the needle and then kind of talking about, you know, what, what, what's next for Xbox there. So we'll be doing that. Uh, yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter, just at miles Dompierre, like Luke said, and we hanging out with him for Xbox expansion pass. It was awesome to hang out with Lord Cognito, Ains, Dan, the squad brand. I, I do love Rand. I know we have a fake <laughs> beef and I, I, ramp it up. I ramp it up a lot, but Rand's an awesome dude. Um, and Archimedes, that was my first time hanging out with him as well. So that was really cool to kind of get to, get to chat with him. So appreciate all of you guys hanging out. And tomorrow's going to be so damn fun. And I'm yeah, really is. looking forward to it. It is. It's going to be crazy. It is. Uh, it's our holiday, man. I think uh, Cog said it. it's our Super Bowl, man. This is what we love. This is what we talk about. So, Cog, I know you guys are uh, obviously doing stuff as well, man. Big show tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Again, I, I say it every time. Our audience knows where to find you, but go ahead, man. What you guys up yeah, to tomorrow? Yeah, I look on you on Twitter. You already know I love podcasts on Sunday. Every day Sunday's the Lord's Day, 1 p.m. Eastern. Xbox has blessed us with our time slot that we normally do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. So we're just going to live reaction this thing. So, again, if you guys around, you want to hang out, put feel free. You know, have a couple of other content creators. Kind of just a loose vibe. Just chill. Just watch it get our analyzation, you know, our natural hype levels uh, to what we react to, that kind of a vibe. But um, Ains, man, salute, man, for bringing me through. This is a fun, great cast, great show. Shout out to Archie, shout out to Rand. Always good podcast with them. The Ghost, my man, is here getting all type of slander today, but it's always good to <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Of course, my man, Miles, don't pee. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, good content career. Love your energy. Love what you've been doing. Good to see you making the rounds and stuff like that, man. So always a pleasure to podcast with you. Of course, Dan, the man, he they better drop something in 2021 or he going to be pissed. <laughs> you know what exactly. He going to be upset. Give him the dongs or whatever he looking for. <laughs> Give me yeah, exactly. Give me the dongs. Give me the dongs. So, brothers, I, I love that you, you're happy. And uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, now, this is fun, man. I, I love this time of year. You know, under normal circumstances, you know we'd be together yeah. making the rounds. It's always a pleasure. I remember, you know, going to E3 and, and we all be, both of us would be working, but we'd see each other in passing and yep. doing our little, making our little one-two at the interviews. It's a fun time of year. It's virtual this year, but we're glad it's back. The world hopefully gets back to normal. And then next year, we do it how we intended oh, to we do start it. start making plans. For Make sure. plans. You know, every every one of you on the panel, man, would love to you know, have a drink with one of the lords and just, you know, talk gaming at the event. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's truly the Super Bowl of gaming. It brings games together. It's a fraternity, and I love to see that. So good to see the spirit back. Energy's hype. Everybody get excited. Don't let no one take your joy if you're That's excited right. with something. That's right. That's Be right. Be excited. Yeah. Don't listen to what Twitter said. <laughs> Be excited because this is a fun time. If you love gaming, it's a celebration of games. And I'm excited, man. But great show, Ains. Glad to be here. Thank you for the invite, brother. Yeah, thank you, brother. Yeah, um, no, 100%. Be excited. Enjoy whatever it is you want to enjoy, whether it's something we talked about or not or something we slandered. Blame Luke. Um, but no, just enjoy whatever you want to enjoy, man. It's uh, there's There's... There are so many great developers making so many great games. Uh, we are in the golden age. We're living in it right now. Um, this is an era of gaming where you literally can find anything that you want uh, and enjoy it. So do that, man. And uh, yeah, thank you, everyone. Chat, you've been amazing. Anyone who listens to this on our audio services, man, just uh, know how much we appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. It was a uh, Definitely a great show for us. I can't believe uh, we broke the 100 live user mark or watcher mark, which is awesome. Thanks. Well, uh, I love it, that you guys of everyone that we have on this panel was here for that because uh, there's a reason you guys are here today. So mm -hmm. um, no, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for the time. Dan, man, anything you want to shout out before we go? No, I'm good, man. You know, let's get excited and get those expectations up. Yes. <laughs> Crank it 10 out of 10, right? Let's go. out of 10. Show me the stuff. <laughs> we'll be ready to go, man. I'm, 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 this is the, one of the best times of the year, you know, for sure. So um, I'm ready to see some stuff tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe I'll do like a, a reaction show afterwards where I just eat like Ben and Jerry's tiramisu or something, ice cream. Ooh, ooh. And then while I'm eating, I'm just going to give my reaction. Like, I'm not going to tune into that. You know? Can is I do it on the SG channel? Is that some premium to your content? I thought so. Yeah. I was going to say that was, Twitter that was a content? Patreon. Yeah. That was our Patreon <laughs> that we're going to start launching. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just excited, man. Super excited. This, you know, thank you guys all for being here. To everybody that was here before, um, it's you know, it's been awesome. Great show. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys again, guys. Everyone in chat, we will obviously be talking tomorrow, man. Let's all have fun. Hell of a time of year. Big cast one fifty eight. Thanks for being here. Peace. Peace.